going to do jazz hands today, Patrick. Uh, I'm locking it on you. Are you going to do jazz hands? Come on. Whoa. Jazz, like hands. jazz hands. Jazz hands. Uh, <laughs> there we go. We're live. Oh my god. We're live from what's, the big day. Yeah, what's, we're live. What's what why is why can't I stop? I don't know what's wrong with you. There's something I don't know. Is obviously like seizure or obviously you have a malfunction. <laughs> we are live uh, from the Big Daddy Gun Studios. This is the Who Move My Freedom podcast. This is episode 80, people. Episode 80. Can you believe that, Patrick? Wow, that's a lot. That's that's yeah. much more than seventy nine. Yeah, absolutely. And you you sound a little quiet here, so I don't know if I got to turn up your. Let me turn up uh, your. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, let me turn you up there. I turned you up a little bit. Okay, so we've got Patrick. Not really. You're really not Patrick R anymore, right? No, now- no. I I've kind of like I don't I don't I don't know why that was a thing previously, but that's kind of how TFB did their thing. Um, I see you asking about favorite carry ammos. I'll answer you in a minute, Bernard. Um, let's, 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 let's slow down, guys. So, yeah, uh, TFP kind of did the uh, initial last name thing, and I never quite understood it. But, uh, yeah, my name is Patrick Roberts. Patrick uh, Roberts. So, so that's your name. Yeah, you're I'm, the I'm artist. Out there. Yeah. yeah. You're the artist formerly <laughs> known as Patrick R. Uh, and you also formerly known of TFB TV. Because you're no longer with TFBTV. Are you trolling us right now? Is this? No, I, that is 100% true. I have left TFB. Okay, so um, this is not fake news. No, this is not fake news. This is like an actual thing. I okay. made the very conscious decision to leave TFB. Um, <laughs> TFB is a great... Someone says you have a dog growing out of your butt. <laughs> uh, you know, a, a lot of people mistake it for that. Yeah. Fair. That's shut up and play your guitar. He's saying that, but <laughs> no. Um, let me give credit the, where credit is due. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, see. Here. Is there? Oh yeah, your dog. There he oh. goes. Oh, okay. All right. That's what he was waiting for. Yeah. He's patient back there. He is. This is this is Bear. He's my little tenth uh, month old Belgian Malinois, and oh, okay. uh, he is very much a daddy's boy. He's spoiled. He's spoiled rotten. Yeah, he goes everywhere with me. Yeah. So let's do that. Um, let's do this like the, the, the usual way we do it. Yes, we're going to talk about Patrick R. He's no longer with TFB TV. It's not fake news. I'll probably change the title of this later. Um, I just yeah. didn't want to make it. I didn't want to be like, you know, super controversial because you already we already did a fire thing and I you know everyone be like oh they're just calling wolf they're just trying to no no yeah yeah no I, I wasn't fired um anyway yeah well I kind of I kind of talk about it briefly um see now Tyvin now everybody knows your last name too Tyvin Roberts oh, it's weird oh, Tyvin doesn't it doesn't flow it doesn't flow well you guys are probably related <laughs> maybe who knows with a, with a name like Tyvin, that's entirely possible. Uh, anyhow, um, yeah, so TFPU has always been really great about bringing current firearms news, uh, reviews, things of that nature, and they've been really, really, you know, that's been their bread and butter forever. And that's fine. But my jam when it comes to firearms is getting out to the range and, like, running the same drill for four hours straight and running through a thousand rounds on, like, dot torture or getting out and doing 250, 300 magazine reloads in an afternoon. 
Okay. Um, that's, that's always been my thing. And like getting better, finding out what works, what doesn't, and um, really getting down to, okay, well, this gun is awesome or this gun sucks. It fails at like round count number 2,532. Um, like finding what's quality gear and what is not quality gear, getting down to like, okay, what is a living room problem? What isn't a living room problem? That's that's really always been what I like. Uh, for example, I've got a CZ P10C here. Now, this is mine, my personal gun. Uh, I said in my review that I didn't much like the texture forward and aft, and like that's something that after shooting it for a while and really spending some quality time with a production version of the gun, I found to be less of an issue. So kind of pumping out the quick reviews really isn't my thing, um, you know. Okay. All right. So uh, the format, yeah. the format with TFB TV. Uh, it's a little bit different yeah. than, than, than like what really speaks to my passions as a shooter. Okay. So now you're kind of like a, uh, you're a free agent. Yes. So you will be able to do your own thing. We're going to talk, we're going to talk a lot about this. Let me um, do what I usually do here at the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. I, want to, I want to thank everyone for joining us. I want to invite everyone to click the thumbs up button. Please share this video. Let your friends and family know that we're doing this thumbs. video. Thumbs yeah, up, thumbs hit the down. thumbs up, share it, Patrick. You know, uh, if you got some kind of social media, I, I will want to uh, share I'm, this. I'm fixing some things currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, take your time. Take your time. We got time. We'll, we'll be here. We'll talk. As long as uh, as long as people will listen to us, I should say, sure, <laughs> not as long as we want to. We're going to talk about a bunch of things. So um, if you look at the title, it's like, you know, um, the title of this particular thing. I, I decided to, to call it White Nationalists and Gun Guys Roundtable. So we're going to talk about those things. Uh, the white I, nationalist part of it is that. <laughs> is wait, that did you huh? have to have a white guy? You had to have a white guy on for this day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you just, we're, we're you just covered. Like me a That's a wonderful. I, yeah. Am I racist? Does that make me racist? Hey, maybe that'll get you some extra views. But it's not Patrick. I, mm. We're not talking about Patrick. If anyone wants to know, because if he was like, I don't even know what the hell a white nationalist is. To be honest, I don't with either, you. man. That's something we need to search right now. We need to search what is a white I, nationalist. So we're going to look that reason, up. I'm going to say I don't really care that much. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't either. But the, apparently there's one who showed up here in Gainesville. I don't know if he's still in Gainesville, but I'm in Gainesville. So we got to talk about this. Uh, he was at the University of Florida. Lola actually is affiliated with that. I guess that's about as far as I'm going to go. And so is my um, one of my sons is also affiliated with that a little bit. So um, they're so white guess, nationalists, too. No, they're not. No, they're not. I don't white even know nationalists. what it is. They are. I don't, yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna look it up. If if people in the chat want to tell us what their definition of that is, <laughs> people and and I don't know who put this moniker on him. If that's his moniker or not, whatever. We'll dig into that. That's happening in Gainesville. Plus, last night while we were doing our uh -huh. chat, there were several chats going on. So there was the roundtable. We were just doing our regular chat. We weren't invited to the roundtable thing because we're not the cool kids, so we don't get to sit at the big folks table and do any of that kind of stuff. But, I, you know, we did our thing and I don't have any animosity towards those well, guys I've doing got, their thing. I've got 205 subscribers on my YouTube channel at this point. So I'm kind of, a, you know, I'm unimportant. I wouldn't be invited. Yeah. Why would I be invited? <laughs> we'll, we'll get you some more. What's your YouTube channel? 
Uh, yeah, if you, I will get you the link. And, yeah, send me the uh, link here, and I'll share that. We'll get you like one yeah, or two um, more subscribers, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, um, there's nothing on your volume's it low. Your volume's low, so let me see if we figure out a way to. Fix I don't know if that. there's a way for you to turn that up. Okay, so me. the round table did go down yesterday. Um, on the way in, that's why we're a little late. I was trying to watch that because I know I was getting a lot of messages and questions about the round table. I also understand that uh, Yankee Marshall did a counter uh, podcast of the round table where he Is was basically. Better? Yeah, that's a little better. Yeah. Um, so Yankee Marshall was doing a counter thing where he was watching the round table and then uh, criticizing I, it or commenting it on it or whatever. I have not gotten a chance to watch that. I, there's just not enough time in the day. And I don't even know if I really want to watch it. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I can guess what Yankee Marshall was talking about just from the uh, crazy ass title that he had. Yeah, his title was NRA Cuckfest. <laughs> Counter chat. <laughs> so go look that up. <laughs> go look up. No. Go look. Okay, and right there, YouTube ends this video. Wow. Yeah. So, right. So um, we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about Patrick R. Yes. Patrick Roberts Robert. now. The artist yes. formerly known as. You need to draw like one of those crazy ass multi-sexual symbols <laughs> up on your on your face that prince I, I don't know i don't know about that i don't know about that yeah, no no okay. no i was trying i was just trying we might get a couple more views we might get a few more people watching this so let me so usually at this point i shout out i'm trying to have like some semblance of order here so usually right. at this point there uh, we go oh yeah. well okay well that didn't work yeah um plus your dog, dog. Yeah, your dog is going is, a little crazy, but that's fine. Um, I mean, he's going to murder. Is he on alert? Is there someone at the door? Do you need to like? I, I can I can almost guarantee you. No, he's he pretty much takes care of things. Yeah. What are you doing, dog? <laughs> so um, so here we go. I'm going to shout out everyone. Chris B was the first one in the chat today. What's up? Uh, what's up, Chris B? Let's see who else was in here. Home of the Brave. What's up to Home of the Brave? Then I'm um, trying to see a Tyvin show. And let's just keep scrolling down. Uh, okay, Firearm Rack. That, of course, is Patrick Roberts. So he's the Firearm Rack. So you guys go yeah. follow him. That's going to be his new thing. Joe Carpenter, uh, also in the building. DC2 Mega Boost, the Archangel, Tango Hunter. Joe Nutson, what's up, Joe? Joe was uh, sending me messages on Twitter earlier. He's one of the folks that wanted me to look into the whole roundtable thing, take a look at it. So, Joe, let me know what's your if you had issues with the roundtable. Let me know what those are so that we can at least have a discussion about that. And let's see who else is in here. Uh, Led Devil, what's up, Led Devil? Uh, <laughs> Give the dog a cat, actually. Uh, Give the dog a cat. Oh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, he catches his own cats. Yeah, exactly. Probably catches squirrels, all kinds of stuff. Chris yeah. Bullis. What's up, Chris? Uh, Ron Van Fossen. What's going on? Um, Lola is in the chat for you guys who want to know. I see Lola's up in there. And uh, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm trying to see Scott Kimball. El Tenda. Oh, Altenda Fabrizio is also in the chat. So what's up, Altenda? Um, shut up and play your guitar. He says he's watching the naturalist speech. So there you go. 
Let us know what that dude's talking about. Um, no, I, I mean, like everything that I can, you know, everything that I see on this white nationalist is it's just an idiot. Yeah. Like it, some of the Reuter, uh, the Reuters photos are amazing. You're this dude in a hoodie that looks like he like slept with six of his sisters and some other stuff. I, 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 yeah, it's, it looks dumb. Yeah. So according to, um, well, hold on. I'm, I'll come back to this in a second. Let me go back to the thing. I, I think El Pendo was saying he thinks we're cool. He thinks you're cool and he will definitely sub you. So we'll put a link up in a second here. LV, Louis Cipher, what's up? Um, Jay Tomer also here. What's up, Jay Tomer? Bragmo. I see Bragmo. All those cool dudes. So I'm going to ask you guys to help us out right now. Help get get our viewership up here. Let people know about us. Click the thumbs up button and share this video with your family and friends. We really need that stuff. Um, you know, I will be. That's that's how we get the shortly. word out. If you're not subscribed to my channel, make sure you are subscribed to my channel. And I will. Okay, um, here we go. I'm getting, I'm getting um, the new the white rack. I'm getting the white rack channel thing. Let me see if YouTube's uh, going to let me put this in there. Okay, there you go. It's Cheese McQueen. Is that right? Yeah. Cheese McQueen. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's okay, that's fine. So I'm going to put that right now in the description. So, uh, so it's firearm rack, right? Yes. Uh, and that didn't really come from anything. It just happened to be a old domain name I had. Okay. So there you go. I've just put that in the description and then I put a link there for anyone who wants to get up on it. What's up to Bernard P? Looks like we got Bernard P in here. Mel the nut. And uh, Saint Dick also. <laughs> uh, I love I love people's names. Okay. So yeah, uh, let us know also guys what things you guys want to talk about. We do have some guns that we're going to show. It's just going to be me and Patrick. We've got some guns we're going to show. Um, oh, Walter's not going to be joining us, huh? No, Walter, I think, is building guns right now. So he couldn't, you know, he couldn't join. That's okay. Yeah. You know, um, don't worry. Building we'll get, guns we'll is get more you. fun than talking. Yeah, we'll get you and Walter. You know, Walter likes to be like the Tyvin show, even though Tyvin's related to you. Tyvin likes to be in the chat hating on you. So I guess Walter enjoys okay that side of it. Yeah. So... You know, whatever. But we'll Walter, get Walter likes to hate on me in the chat. My <laughs> God. Wow. He likes to troll. He likes trolling you from the chat. He feels that makes him feel powerful. So what's up to Man Brown one? What up? Rod Mills also in here. Eric Garcia, what's going on? 904 Outdoors. He says he will sub you, Patrick. So there you go. You should get some subs. Along yeah, way I'm, seeing, I'm seeing I'm seeing a couple of notifications yeah. kind of pop up. Matter of fact, let me go. I, I need to go sub you right now. Just to, Can I subscribe to myself? Um, I, I probably you, need you, to. You'd have to create. You'd have to create some things. So I'm like your 216th subscriber. Hey, like I'm famous now on your channel. Yeah, man, you're balling. You're trending right now, dude. <laughs> so um, there you oh, go. Oh my god, dog. <laughs> okay, so like, white nationalism. Let's uh, according to Wikipedia, white nationalism is a type of nationalism. So I guess there's 
different kinds of nationalisms or pan-nationalism, which holds the belief that white people are a race and seeks to develop and maintain a white national identity. I feel like I'm going to go find out what my dog's been barking at. Yeah, I don't even know what this means. Like, I, I guess white people are not a race. I don't know what this is. Anyway, so that's the silly, uh, that's the silly thing here from uh, Wikipedia. I don't know what the hell that means. Oh, so well, nothing. That's about all the definition that I'm going to get out of that. So, um, let me know I, what you guys want to. I can half hear you. Sorry. Oh, no, that's cool. Yeah. So let me see here. Okay. Yeah. So Joe Nutson wants to know if the guy's a racist. I don't. I don't really follow this guy, man. I've heard of him. I know. I don't know. It's like a thing. I guess I heard of him because because you know people are like oh here's this white nationalist guy that supports Trump. So support supposedly if you support Trump then you're some kind of racist. I'm, I I don't know. I don't play yeah, it's that. It's all it's all nonsense to game. me. It's all garbage. Yeah. So, I mean, from my perspective, and I think from Lola's perspective, the, you know, there were obviously some counter rallies and then some people out there supporting this guy here in Gainesville. Traffic is fine. There's no big things that happened. I think there was some kind of shooting incident that happened, but I don't think it was related necessarily directly. It might have been indirect, like maybe people from this faction or that faction caught up with each other somewhere and something went down, you know, some sort of like weird, like Judge Dredd block or thing going on. Yeah. Is that what's happening? Yeah. You know what? It was personally for me, here's how I feel about all of this stuff. I believe in freedom of speech. And, and, and one of the things I think is good about freedom of speech is when you let people talk, even if they don't like you, if they hate you because of your color or your race or your, you know, your religion, sexual orientation or whatever, if you let them talk, then you know who they are. That's all, that's all you got to know. It's just words. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that that has to like, you know, it doesn't mean it has to get to you and um, make you all miserable or whatever. It's when someone decides to turn those words into actions and, and come at you because of who you are and maybe take something from you or do something to you because of who you are. And that's why I believe in the Second Amendment. Right. And that's why lots of people say that the Second Amendment, you know, it's there to uh, protect all the other amendments and all the rights that we have. That gives you your ability to fight back when um, someone's trying to take your freedoms away or take your life away or threaten you in some way um, because of that. So, like, I know the thing that so from my point of view to some people I've spoken to, this guy came to Gainesville. He came to UF, University of Florida, to speak. They didn't really want to do it, but I guess uh, he pushed the issue and they had to do it. Now, the only people who were allowed into the auditorium, from what I'm hearing, were the people who were against him. So he came to speak to a whole bunch of people that were against him and no one else was able to get in there to hear what that guy had to say. And what that does effectively is that leaves who he is up to the media and other people. And that's something I think that's a little crazy and a little weird, right? But I mean, it's, I, I guess where we live in. I, I I try very very hard to ignore as much of that stupid stuff as I possibly can. Right. Oh, yeah. oh my god, dog. <laughs> ah. Um. 
So that's the thing. I don't, I think there were, I think it's just really that it really wasn't any big deal. Lola said that the traffic was actually a little bit lighter than usual. So she was actually able to get home without a big, massive traffic jam, you know, and uh, at this point, whatever happened should be over. The guy's out of here. If you really want to know about him, you can go look him up. I don't really, I'm not super, uh, concerned with it. I'm glad that Gainesville didn't have any big riots and people didn't get hurt and we didn't start burning things down and destroying our own stuff. For people who don't know, Gainesville is like really a hippie town. So, I mean, it's kind of like the wrong audience for that dude anyway. So there you go. All right. So you know what? Um, I will get into talking about the round table here in a second. I see, um, Okay, so 904 wants to know what your channel is going to be about. Um, he says he can't find it. 904, we put a link in there, man. Yeah, let me see if I can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm not really ready to, uh, like, explain exactly what the channel is going to be doing. Um, I've got some plans. I'm still tying up some uh, preps. I, I need to find a way to subsidize the amount of ammo necessary because it's substantial uh we will be talking about simple things like shooting drills we will be revisiting a lot of the things that i reviewed um over at tfp tv um you know things like the p10c uh after i've had more time on the range with it than i did previously um so going back, talking about the things that I have done previously uh, after thinking about it for some time is definitely something uh, that we're going to be doing. We're also going to be doing some other things that I think is really exciting. I uh, just, like I said, need to get a couple of things kind of lined up before we really launch that particular part. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know. So someone wants to know, uh, I, I guess Rod Mills just came in late, so he wants to know yeah, uh, how it is. Yeah, uh, that's a uh, Belgian Malinois. Um, his there name is Bear. He's ten months old. Bear. Oh. Yeah. So ten months old and uh, name is absolutely, Bear. Absolutely. Yep, dog named Bear. Bear. That's, that sounds like a title. Yeah. No, a dog named Bear. Bar. Bar. Yeah. He's a good dog though. So, Along, uh, and he said he's eight eight months old, right? Uh, 10 months old. Yeah. 10 months old. And I've had him for eight months, actually, uh, eight and a half months. I got him two weeks before my son was born. Okay. Yeah. Which was dumb. And why, why did you get the dog? Uh, my last dog passed away. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we, I never had dogs growing up. Uh, I had a yellow lab and, uh, it was, uh, my buddy and, you know, he passed away. He had an enlarged heart and some other problems and uh, passed away this this last uh, November. Mm -hmm. I think it was. Maybe it was October. I can't recall. Okay. And, but um, okay. I didn't want my kid growing up in a house without a dog. Oh, okay. I understand. I was just checking to see maybe if it was like a PTSD thing. Um, you know, no, no. I mean. If he was like a service dog or something. I'm not trying they, to say you're crazy, but you might be a little bit. It's a little bit crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see here. What are you re you're reading the chat, aren't you? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, uh, the Tyvin Show. I don't know if I've, I've already chose the custom URL for my YouTube channel. Um, oh, no. Not <laughs> sure how to change that. <laughs> okay. So I knew you were, I could tell from the way you were paying attention to me that you were reading uh, something. So, so yeah. Let's, I'm going to read the comment. Um, this is from the Tyvin Show. He says, Patrick, you should change the name of your YouTube to your real name. Help you grow fast. Contact me if you need any help. So um, <laughs> the Tyvin show, he, he's 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 a good he's a good guy. But, you know, uh, and he does have a YouTube channel. I think Tyvin shows like 75,000 subscribers or something like that. Right on. And he does know a lot of stuff about this. But this is exactly how the Tyvin show gets down. He gives he gives everyone his uh, opinions. That's no, 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 no. That's right. And, and I will I'll be straight with you. Like I've been trying to figure out how to change the custom URL, like the URL that you choose. I'm yeah. Trying to figure out how to change it for like oh. three days. I don't know how to okay. do it. So here's here's what you do. Tyvin Show. There is a way to do that. I'm not. Ex I've done it before. I'm not exactly sure. So Tyvin Show. You want to help out here? Find the link for us on how you do that. That walks you through it. And then and then give us that link. Yeah, that would be like super awesome because yeah. I would yeah. prefer to not be known as Cheese McQueen forever. Um, I, I like it, but okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I like I, I, you don't forget it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, maybe Tyvin Show has a point. I don't know, Patrick Roberts. I guess you know. I don't know. You know just go to uh, YouTube.com. Yeah, how many dudes? You know, slash Cheese McQueen. Yeah. I think it's pretty rad. I don't know. Maybe I'll yeah. leave it. Maybe I'll change my name to Cheese McQueen. Maybe yeah, that's I have name. a better. I'm, it's highly likely that I'm, it will be easier for me to remember Cheese McQueen than Patrick Roberts. I believe that's probably accurate. Yes. So I don't know. But, you know, we, we can argue with Tyvin on that all day. We'll see. We'll get Tyvin. We'll get him to find out what that link is. And um so 904 says he was talking to a bunch of uh, private security guys um, that were working the speech today. They were gearing up with riot gear and all kinds of new equipment, which he provided them. Interesting. Um, hmm. So there you go. Keep the man down, huh? Keep, yeah. Keep, keep, uh, so now Nick help Graham. Help man. Yes. And now Nick Graham. Now you probably should do some of these live chats. And uh, Nick Graham, when you know when you get ready with your channel, that'll probably help you build up your channel. That's yes. something I could say. So Nick Graham just gave us five bucks, and Nick Graham says, "Hey Hank, awesome. what is your opinion about the NRA circle jerk last night?" <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, my first opinion is we knew know. this was going to come up. We knew. Yeah, I knew. Well, yes, I knew this was going to happen. Okay, I, I'll give my opinion first. Okay, uh, go ahead. Yes. Can get into whatever. I don't care. Like somebody said something dumb, reactionary, and I don't know why there needed to be an hour and a half long conversation about one dumb ass statement. I don't know. What was the dumb ass statement from? Uh, it, the NRA came out and said, well, we ATF probably should look at bump fire stocks. Okay. Like they, yes, they should have just shut their mouth and like let things happen and, and see what was going to happen. Absolutely would have been the right call to not say anything for a little bit and see where things were going before jumping in there and go, yes, no, we should absolutely ban the things. Yeah. 
So what I'm trying to find out is, so the first thing I would do to answer, you know, first of all, like, thanks for the question. Thanks for giving us uh, five bucks. Um, you know, we appreciate that. And what I would, um, what I would say is this, um, first of all, I'd like to know, Nick, why you think it was a circle jerk. I know that they were, I don't think they were just discussing the NRA and what the NRA said. I think okay, they were so discussing all the different laws and stuff like that. Gun control, gun rights. I think it was by, called gun rights. By circle jerk. I happen to think that he, he he's not, he doesn't mean that, um, it was a circle jerk in the, the sense that they were like, you know, for the NRA, just they achieved mm -hmm. literally nothing for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they're getting What he's getting at is that they, there was nothing achieved at all. OK. Um. Like I, I, I listened to about an hour of it uh, after we uh, spoke earlier today and I, I don't I don't even know what was. Uh, you know, it was like a bunch of old women in the hair salon, like bitching about how Betty has a better, you know, flower bed than everybody else. But nobody wants to go to the, you know, the, the store to buy flowers and potting soil and do something to make theirs better than than Betty's. It, right. OK. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, my, you know what? My take on it is, is I, I watched almost the whole thing. I didn't get a chance to watch all the way through. I was watching it um, at home. Then I drove in watching it or listening to it. And then when we were here, um, I think that from, from what I saw, I think that there was a little bit of division in what was going on there. So in terms of it being a circle jerk, I, I think what you're referring to is like everyone's agreeing with each other and saying, hey, you're so awesome. I think what I got out of it, it was like, mm -hmm. like there was a little bit of sides drawn there. I think Mac and Mr. Guns and Gear, um, even, you know, the Iraq veteran guys who are on one side, which I'm pretty much on, where they were like, we're not fucking talking about any kind of uh, gun control or new laws or anything like that. And I agree with that. And and. And I agree with that in the sense that it's not it wouldn't have made any difference with this thing that happened in Las Vegas. It's not going to make any difference in anything else that's going to happen in the future or anything that's happened in the past. Yes. And then I think there was some there was uh, at least one guy that was in there who I don't know. Um, and he was saying that we should at least have the conversation with the other side that wants to. Uh, do this gun control stuff not and he was and he wasn't trying to say that he believes in gun control but we should at least talk to them so and in that in that regards i kind of don't agree with that guy because what the hell is it going to do talking to them this is what the nra did that you that you mentioned that was messed up because they tried that whole tactic of oh let's talk and push this forward and we'll be willing to do this thing and that's not the way you negotiate and you definitely don't talk to people who are trying to get ammunition from you to use against you. So I, I think what it, what it, you know, he, I took something different away from that particular statement. I didn't think mm -hmm. that he was saying, hey, let's, let's have a dialogue and see if what they want to do is in line with what we want to do. I think that um, what he was getting at is that uh, he thinks that they should probably, you know, have a bit of a conversation about whether or not at least entertain hear them out 
Because, like, when we're talking about loosening firearms regulations, like, there is nothing wrong with sitting down and talking about it. You, you, let me reformulate. Sorry, I'm trying to do two things at once. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Be careful so, before you step into the yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. into the terror dome. <laughs> All right. So yeah, right. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, what I got out of it is when we're talking about loosening regulations and laws to be less infringy, um, we expect the other side to sit down and listen to what we have to say, at least, at minimum, listen to what we have to say. Mm-hmm. And if we don't sit down and at least listen to what the other side has to say, then aren't we just as dumb as they are? Right. Okay, I see what you're saying there. Uh, and what I would say to that is I think there's, I think there's more than two sides here, right? And yeah. so in the particular instance of what happened in Las Vegas, there's the side of the people who, you know, um, their families, not the people, because the people who are dead, they're dead and gone, unfortunately. And that's a, that's a horrible, sad thing, but they're no longer here, right? So the people right. who are really suffering are the ones they left behind. And then, the, and then there's the people who were injured. And, and those guys, there's their side, because their side is that this is not like just some talking point or some interesting conversation to them. This is like some real shit that they live through and they suffer through that someone did something to them, right? Right. So there's obviously their side. And then there's a side of the folks out there who are like, hey, we can do something about this by banning this gun, banning that gun, banning all guns. You know, then there's the, then there's the folks on our side where we're like, that's not going to do shit. You've been trying to ban stuff for a long time. Ultimately, that logically leads to a place where you think, you know, you just ban all guns and that's going to fix something. And it isn't because, you you know, you're not going to ban cars and airplanes and knives and hammers and you can't ban ban bombs. It's already banned. It's already illegal to make bombs and all that. And people still do it. Right. So. So about having all these conversations, I think every single one of us, I know I did when I woke up the next day and I heard this news, I felt really, really bad. And that's about as close, unless it's your children or it's people in your family, and then you're gonna, I mean, it will be absolutely devastating, you know, obviously to go through that, but waking up and seeing that all these people got hurt, all these people were terrorized, and so many people were, were killed, I felt bad about that. And I, and I would be happy to talk to those people and, um, you know, and, and let them know how badly I, I truly feel about it. I think in, in whatever we did after that, you know, I've said it, I've just said it again, that we feel really bad about it. And, you know, what, what do you think those guys are going to say at this point or, or that we could say to them that would make them feel better? Like, do, do the guys saying if we take all the guns, is that going to make them feel better? If we tell them, hey, look, even if they took all the guns, is that still going to? I don't think none of that's going to replace it. This is like a pain those guys have to go through and somehow figure out how to deal with. Right. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's not not easy on that side. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, I'm not trying to I'm not and I'm not trying to pull you into it because I know it's something that you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah, it's not that I don't feel comfortable with. Like, I, I just, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, the, these stupid political games, I just don't care. I just like shooting stuff, man. Like, mm-hmm. I like going to the range. I like getting yeah. better. That's, that's all I care yeah. about. Uh, right, I mean, well, and, you know, I want to get involved. I want to get involved. I really, really do. 
but like I don't spend enough time out of my day like paying attention to what's going on to speak intelligently about it to say okay yeah no I get what the big picture is I understand what they're doing um, and I, I don't know like what, what it boils down to is I don't feel like that an hour and a half long uh, roundtable talking about what the NRA should have done or shouldn't have done was constructive. I don't think an hour and a half roundtable where some of the most powerful people in the gun social media world sat down and talked about things where, where they all they do is bitch about it and say, well, do you remember when this happened? Do you remember when this happened? And people were taking sides. I don't know why we can't all just shut up. And like say, okay, well, maybe we need to tell the NRA that that's not how we feel. Maybe we need to tell them, hey, please pay attention to the younger shooters and mm -hmm. maybe take our needs and wants into, uh, into account and like work with the NRA to find a better solution for all shooters, not just what you want. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like, it, I don't know. I think the whole thing felt a special snowflakey and like I couldn't pay attention to it. I couldn't get involved in it. Like I couldn't like get immersed in it because – it just was stupid. Did you feel it was like pro NRA, anti NRA? I'm trying to. Um... There really wasn't a straight feel to it. It was both. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's the way that I think that it was, and it's a conversation. And if I can, uh, well, first of all, let me say Nick just gave us another ten bucks. So let's talk about yeah. what Nick wants to talk about because you know. He's helping to support us here. <laughs> do, do I need to give money to, so we can talk about cool gun stuff? Uh, maybe. No, no, of course you don't. We are going to talk about cool gun stuff. Nick says, uh, Hank, I'm always happy to support the YouTube gun community. And that's what I meant by my question. You and half the people shilling the NRA, uh, you. Mm. Oh, you had. You had. You, had. Yeah. yeah, you had half the people shilling the NRA. And what was good for business? So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I think that that's that's what look, it, it was a bunch of guys. So if you have like I think it was like 10 people. Right. The whole screen down there was filled up with people. And if you have people doing that, you're going to have different opinions. You're not going to agree with everyone. Some of the folks that was there, I think that what John from the Gun Collective was trying to do was spread it out and get different people there, not just YouTube guys. So he had some big. YouTube yeah, guys. he's very, very good about doing that, too. Yeah. So he had some big YouTube guys and then he had some industry people. And on, on behalf of the industry people, they're in the business of making money. That's their job. They just think about that. You know, I saw um, the president of uh, Rand CLP up there. Rand CLP sponsors the channel, my channel. And uh, he's you know, I think I heard him say that that's he's in the business to make money. And if I could tell you right now, if you see this, the president of a company saying he's not in business to make money, you might want to divest from that company. Yeah. So that's that's what those guys are going to say. They're in the they're in business to make money. Yes. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that they're not gun guys and all that. I don't think this thing, unfortunately, like like I think this is what Patrick's getting to this thing is not going to get solved easily. And, and what I really feel the problem is, is that. Um, like the NRA and all these places, they don't take enough time to really listen to people. We're all having these conversations and we're talking to each other. And a lot of cases we're preaching to the choir. But the people who we're trying to get to listen to us and do something about this, the NRA, they're not really going to listen to us. The guys who want to uh, grab guns, they're not going to listen to us either. YouTube just goes in there. If they see my titles, they just shut them down. They shut down one of my titles like just because it had gun control in it. They're like, this will never be monetized. And that's just what it is. You know, that's why we try to get people 
to support us to do what we're doing. And, um, you know, and then I think Nick is going on to say that um, even though something about like social media, the social media guys being bigger than the NRA and um, mm, they, they don't have as much money as the NRA. Yeah, we are. We have access to people. We don't have as much money of them. That's absolutely true. What, and, and, we're, and we're in some cases pushing more people to go there and give them more money. But then that money doesn't, it's like taxation without representation. But it's not right. really taxation because we're voluntarily giving them our money. So it's kind of like, a, um, it's a tough thing. I did think it was a good conversation in, in lots of ways that people got to say what they wanted to say. And if anyone wants to know what the industry thinks about it and what the YouTubers think about it, I think it's a good thing to go watch. Uh, what I thought was interesting in there towards the end, if you didn't watch it to the end, Patrick, they had no, a conversation. You did? No. Oh, so they had a, a little, a very short conversation. I wish they would have had a longer conversation about it. Um, they did talk like what a lot of gun guys are saying and what a lot of us are saying is, well, with everything going on with YouTube and all that, maybe this is why we should have our own channels or our own platforms. And to yeah, me, they're all really nice thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just. I, I like everyone wants to have these like, well, you know, you guys should move your, you know, channel over to whatever, or you should move over to a new platform or go to full 30. And the reality is like, that's just not fis fiscally possible. Like if people want to continue to throw out ideas, like moving to a new channel uh, or a new, uh, you know, format, like or a, a new service that offers the videos to people in mass, like, you have to have people step up to help defer the cost of making those because this stuff is just not free. I don't think anybody understands how expensive it is to do this. Oh, it's yeah. very expensive. Yeah. It's incredibly expensive, and I don't yeah. think that people quite get it. And it's really infuriating um, because that's a, that's a disconnect that I, I really want to have a conversation about. Uh, okay. Yeah, so let's do that. I mean, because I thought that was a really good point. Um, in their conversation, and I wish maybe that would expand or someone would have a bigger conversation about it. We could do that ourselves here, but yeah. I know that um, uh, Iraq Veteran, uh, actually Eric from Iraq Veteran was saying that the, the one problem with us making our own platform is going to be all gun guys. And I think uh, John yeah. said the same thing. So if you have a thing that's just gun guys, then that's a limited pool. Just like having a limited gene pool, right? You know, it's kind of like the analogy of if you take like a thousand, you know, beautiful, strong, smart people, you know, 500 male, 500 female. And even if they're from different parts of the world, cultures, races, and all that, and you put them on a rocket ship and launch them into space, you know, in a thousand years, it's going to be a bunch of idiots on that rocket because it's such a small gene pool. And so the thing is, is if you're going to just do a gun thing, you're really limiting yourself. The thing with YouTube is it's a bigger audience. So you can win. You can people can become gun guys through YouTube instead of just preaching to the choir all the time. So and I think that's a good point. Um, however, I do, though, believe that we should do our own platform. It is, though, it's going to be very expensive and it can't just be for gun guys. I think it has to be maybe like. I'm trying to work on something like that behind the scenes. I've been trying to do stuff. It's not easy. It's going to take a lot of money and it needs to cover more than just gun guys. It needs to be 
almost some maybe something that's for patriots or for whoever who wants to do it. Not you just know, us. here's here's the here's the thing that we're all missing, and everyone that says maybe just move to a new platform is wrong about. Um, one of the great things about YouTube is it's bringing in new audiences all the time. People that aren't gun guys, people that aren't gun enthusiasts are watching those videos every day and seeing that normal, regular people like firearms. The second that you take the content away from the people that believe that, um, you know, it, it, that believe firearms are inherently bad. And, and it, the second that you take that away and all you get is like dumbasses out there handing 50 AE uh, deagles to their skinny little girlfriends. That's when we're going to become even more vilified. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying if we leave, if we all leave and go somewhere else and we're not on YouTube or we're not on this social media that exists, because it's not just YouTube. I think we need to do like a replacement for YouTube, replacement for Facebook, for Instagram. For I think that that is just foolish. I absolutely foolish. Because like the second that you take your presence out of the, the, the largest room they can say anything they want about you at that point. And like the millions and millions and millions of views that would go on gun videos that would not normally go on gun videos. Um, people that kind of fell down that YouTube hole and they get to watch Eric and Chad have a good time with something cool or you or I enjoy a firearm or whatever. That is like that, that does so much for us as yeah. gun owners. Right. I think and that's a good second, point. You, we take that away, man. Like th th that's like letting CNN do all of the news for the U.S. Period. You're only going to get one particular point of view, and like that's going to be your belief system. Then, okay. So I think that is a good point. I don't think we should could we should go away 100 percent from that platform. At the same time, we cannot 100 percent rely on this platform that exists. No, right now. no, we shouldn't. In range is doing it right, man. And like that's one of the things that I. Uh, really, really, really admired about their model. Like, I, I whenever I finally start launching videos on Firearm Rec, um, it's going to be you know very much like what in range uh, what Carl and Ian did over there. Um, you know, offering it on several different places. Like, I don't really care about the AdSense money. I don't. I don't care about that. I don't care about subscriber numbers. I don't care about any of that stuff. I just want to get cool content out to people who care. Mm -hmm. People who want to get better at shooting, people who want to know what kind of gear to buy that's not going to break because like I break just about everything I touch and like I want to know what I can buy and what I can't buy. I want to be able to go to you know a dude and say, hey, what do you think of this holster? And I want that dude to tell me, man, that thing's pretty awesome. You should buy it. Or that's like the raddest holster I've tried all year. Or I want him to tell me that sucks. Run like hell. Spend your money on something else. Mm -hmm. Um like I, I want that like cut and dry in your face kind of honesty from somebody. And that's what I want to give to people. I don't give a crap about like view counts and subscribers and like AdSense money. I think that like Carl and Ian did it right. Now, the thing is, though, you have to give a crap about something. So and, and I think what you give a crap about is how you fund that. Right. Or how you feed. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, so what, so what would be your way of feeding your family doing that? I, I'm going to have to, you know, probably turn towards Patreons and I'm probably going to have to right. work with very select companies that I believe in what they do. Yeah. So here's like here's what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about pulling everyone off of these things and just not existing there anymore. 
Um, I think we can definitely use those things as long as we can, but you have to have an alternative because even Patreon in their terms of service, they say that you cannot, it, you cannot use it for guns. So inevitably one day you're going to wind up in a situation where you start hearing like a bunch of gun channels get kicked out of Patreon. So what we need to do is establish, but we have to, in order for us to create content, we have to, it takes money to, to create the content and we still have to be able to take care of our families while we're doing it. Right. And ourselves. Right. Absolutely. Um, now just in ammo costs alone, I don't think people quite get how much like I was using now, I was producing eight videos a week, um, or eight videos a month, rather, uh, eight, vi eight review videos a month, and I was probably shooting 3,000 rounds a month, roughly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Different ammo. So, what, what, what did no. that come up to? Uh, that, that's like six to 600 bucks prior, you know, pre-shipping. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like $600 in ammo a month. Yeah. And like the new channel, um, that's probably going to cost me near yeah. $1,000 a now, month. And, and, and I'll tell you something. Um, with my 55,000 subscribers on YouTube, I don't make 600 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm putting up videos every single day. So we're putting up videos every single day. Um, of course, this like doing a video like this doesn't cost us ammo because we're not shooting ammo, but it does right. mean we have to have the space and we have to have electricity. We have to have the Internet. I have to bring my butt here and, and um, have things to show guys and do all that. But then um, we still manage to get up the regular videos that we were doing. And that brings in the expenses of ammo, putting stuff together you know, um, dealing with right. the range and all that. So like what I think is that we should build, we should build a platform where we can go to and um, be able to buy and sell guns without people, you know, saying, oh, you guys can't do this. You can't sell, as long as we're doing it legally and following the laws of the country and the states that we're in, we should be able to um, find ways to get people to support us. You know, we should be able to advertise ourselves. One of the things I can't do, I can't take the money that I'm making from YouTube, you, you know, whatever it is, and then go back to YouTube and say, hey, I want to pay you guys this so that every time TFB or, you know, um, Hickok or Mac or, or Rock Veteran, when they do a video, um, my little commercial asking people to come check out Hank Strange plays, they won't let me do that. They won't take my money. They won't do it. However, I see other people in other um, parts of YouTube, they are able to advertise. So in order for us to be able to do all these different things, we, we kind of have to build our own place to do that and then right. maybe use right. these other things to advertise what we're doing. Okay. Let's, I, I agree. We all need, we, we need to do something. We need to come together as a community and figure it out. But uh, mm -hmm. let's talk cool gun shit. We've been, yeah, been about okay. uh, round table circle jerks and like YouTube demonetizing. Yeah, you, know, you like want to go to go now? Okay, I do. Okay, let's do it. Come I on. do. What Bernard, Bernard what asked me earlier an hour ago. An hour ago. An hour. An hour. Um, uh, favorite nine millimeter. Yeah, nine millimeter. Um, carry ammo. Okay. Go ahead. That is easy. It is Federal HST. Okay. And it is either, I think I'm carrying the 147 grain um, 
you know, a, a non plus P variant in my Glock 17 spare mag. And then um, my other gun, I carry uh, 124 grain uh, plus P ammo. So all of the, you that. like federal specifically, right? That is probably the best performing hollow point on the market. Uh, as far as I can tell, uh, cause I've looked at like a, thousand different gel tests i've done gel tests on my own um and like i'm coming up with this as being probably the best like all around um you know bullet for a nine millimeter for my uses um like the uh gold dot two is also good but i've not tested that enough to like really be confident in it oh okay yeah i would have to defer to you on that one because um I just get, I, I go to the store, I buy it, I buy, I buy enough boxes to put it through whatever gun it's going to go into, <laughs> and then I move on. So I haven't done all those kinds of different tests, so I, I know Patrick has, and he's... Oh, uh, what super, if you can't, what if you can't use plus P, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not even going to try your name, LVS, what if uh, you can't use plus P, like in a Charter Arms 9mm revolver, uh, buy a gun that you can put plus P in. <laughs> I think it's uh, LV Louis Cipher. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah. So, um, and what gun was that? He said he can't use it in uh, Charter Arms. Charter Arms nine millimeter revolver. Yeah. Uh, just just okay. buy a uh, you know get a Walther PPS PPSM two shield. I, I mean, I don't care. You know, heck, get yeah. a high point. You can use a yeah. plus P in that. But, but you don't really need plus P ammo. Like um, the only reason I have plus P is uh, my carry gun is uh, a Gen 4 Glock 19 uh, C at the moment. So got those <clears throat> badass little ports up there. Okay. So uh, the, the, the plus P has a little bit more gases to run the uh, compensating ports up on top. That's the only reason I use plus B ammo. Okay. And also look, if, if, um, if LV Louis cipher, <laughs> um, if he likes, if he likes the uh, charter arms, then what does the manual say you can use in there? And if it tells you something, go out, get a, you know, look around and see what you like, buy a couple of boxes, test it in the gun. If it works good for you, then you're good to go. I mean, I've got a feeling that if somebody is purchasing a Charter Arms 9mm revolver, like being picky about carry ammo is probably not on the list of things to do. Yeah, also he says his ex-wife, uh, he says his ex-wife is disabled and can only use a revolver. So obviously okay, here, he's still cool. concerned about her. Um, yeah. All right, so if you're disabled and you can only use a revolver, there are a couple of options for you. And I'll tell you about them after I eat my french fry. <laughs> okay, so listen, let's let let's let him get some food in his system. I will show you guys something. Uh, how about that? I don't know if I showed you guys this before. In this box, Babyface P, the other Patrick that's uh, on my channel, Babyface P. Huh? Uh, Babyface P got himself one of these lowers, and I'm going to show it off to you guys. I can't remember if I showed this off before, but check that out. <laughs> Snowflake lower right there. I need one of those so bad. <laughs> yeah, these are apparently, I didn't even, um, I guess he's always looking for the deals, man. So he somehow saw this on a deal somewhere and ordered it because it's not easy 
They're not easy to get. I think you can get these from um, from Spikes Tactical, and then you yep. can get one that's colored in. Yep, so they are offering this. a color fill option. Yeah, so let me see if I can get a – let's see how close we can get there. So uh, what does it say? It says uh, on the for the uh, safety, it says safe space, triggered, and full libtard. <laughs> if you guys okay. – I don't know if you guys have seen that. So there you go. That's – all right, so uh, the Smith & Wesson Model 940 is the revolver that you're looking for. They also, uh, there's also a company out there that, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Smith & Wesson Model 940 is a J-frame five-shot revolver that does nine millimeter. Um, so there is that. Uh, but realistically, you don't need plus P ammo. The only reason that you need plus P is a little bit of extra gas, a little bit of extra speed, uh, and to run those compensating ports, uh, like on my 19 and 17 C's or my, uh, compensated Roland special. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he's got like any money issues on what they buy or whatever. Um, um was 940 known to have ex interesting... He says the 940 uses moon clips. The Charter Arms does not use moon clips. So what would be the... Um, uh, a non-moon clip? I mean, I don't know why you need oh. a 9 millimeter because I, I don't know what the uh, velocities. I don't know enough about 9 millimeter revolvers. Yeah. Also, by the way, Babyface is in the uh, chat here, and he wants to know what he should build, so you guys can help him out with that. Maybe I'm... Let me see. I'm going to say that there's a thousand percent chance that Patrick has a idea or an opinion of what we should build with that uh, snowflake lower. What do you think? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> what, what does he not have right now? Uh, I don't know. What do, yeah, that's a good question. What do you not have, babyface? I know he wants to build something that would just totally piss off the snowflakes. That's what he says. Um. So, you know, let's all think on that. Let's give, let's, uh, you know, give us some ideas. Let's see. I think he should, I um, think he should put something with a, that has both a, like a slide fire stop on it and a binary trigger. Uh, I feel like that might not work as well as you are thinking. I'm actually I'm thinking <laughs> more along the lines of maybe like, uh, I don't know if they still make it, but. Uh, snake Hound machines like Loudner on a seven and a half inch barrel with a uh, pistol brace. <laughs> I think that would be pretty rad. Yeah, or yeah, or some massive caliber. Like, what's the biggest caliber that you can that you can put through? Yeah, you know, whatever's the biggest caliber you can get a barrel and all that oh, for, and it's gonna geez. go on this. Ooh, do seven six two. Um, actually, you know what? I honestly, I think I'd rather see like a nine millimeter build on that. That'd be cool. Really? Yeah. Rather, rather than a ridiculous uh, cartridge, I think. Okay. Oh, four. He says uh, four fifty eight SOCOM. That would not be bad. Nice. Not bad. A sure. pistol. Yeah, like a it. pistol. Oh yeah. <laughs> Someone might get hurt. <laughs> Yeah, um, they don't know how to properly control that piss. No, I don't think it's going to be that bad. <laughs> Somebody asked earlier, though. Yeah, no, I don't think it'd be that bad. Oh, oh, Walter is in there. I see Safety Harbor is also lurking. He says he just he's finishing up his uh, PPSH forty one shorty. Right on. 
So he's going to have a full auto. Let me see. I think he sent me a picture that he wants me to show you. Uh, let me see if I could pull it up. So it's, it, and yes, it is full auto, by the way, Patrick. So check that out. <laughs> look at that. Look at that awesomeness that uh, Walter's working on. You've got to come, you've got to come visit us in Florida, man. So we can. Uh, that, that looks properly ridiculous. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Walter, I, I'm slowly converting Walter to building ridiculous guns. <laughs> I like it. That's like I my like favorite it. thing. And um, I don't know if you have other ridiculousness to show, but I was showing this last night. I'm going to show it again. I've never even shot this. So I don't, I don't even really know how it works, but check that out, my friend. There's Be some careful. gun porn for you. Be careful. <laughs> and um, by the way, check this out. It's got the uh, the full auto mm -hmm. mechanism sitting on the back of it. Yep. Did yeah. you get that one on Amazon? I know they had them on Amazon for a little bit. No, 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 no. This this belongs to Big Daddy Guns. Big Daddy Guns has all the correct paperwork and everything needed to have full auto guns and SBRs and everything. So they're all you know they're all papered and all of that. So it's all good. I'll I'll be able to actually legally shoot this. <laughs> and I'm on there. I'm on their paperwork as well. I have my own FFL SOT and all that. But I'm also on their stuff because. Oh, I'm whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Tell, I mean, show me the top of the gun. Hey, that's a C model. Right yeah, on. It's a, it's a 17C. Yeah. So there you go. So what are you saying? We can, we can put we can put plus P. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no, you can. Yeah, if you run that's plus P ammo in that. Oh wait, yeah. is that a seventeen C that you've got there? 17? Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, okay, that gets. My, uh, mine's much. mine is that a Gen Four as well? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So there you, you go. Got a Gen Four. Uh, yes, I think this is a uh, Gen Four. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Gen Four. There you go. So tight. Um, Tight T just gave us five bucks, and he says, just because um, not much, but uh, first beer on me. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> we, will, uh, we will definitely try to put that to as much beer as we could possibly get. I think you can get two beers for five bucks, right? Depending oh, yeah. On depends on how scummy of a place you go to, right? <laughs> you could do like two beers, you know. Um, I've got other Glocks here that I could show. No, I've got at least one other Glock. I have a Gen 5 in here. I don't know if anyone wants to see it. We've shown that a lot, but there's a reason why I have a Gen 5 in here. So here's the Gen 5. Got the Gen 5 here. I'll put that on the table. I don't know if Patrick's going to do this video, but um, also have this. This is the Pino Compact. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't gotten one of those yet. Uh, it's yeah. on my list. So there we go. At some point, this is going to go down on the channel. You know, the comparison. Uh, this versus this, you know. Gen 5, 19 versus the uh, Compact. You know, that's going to go down. I know other people have already done it, but you're going to get it from the uh, Hank Strange point of view on that. So... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really uh, gonna be doing too many of the versus videos. Uh, no, they like I no. I, I don't really see a whole lot of like. I might compare one thing to another, but I don't mm -hmm. think like straight up versus tells me enough. Like, what tells me more is getting out of the range and like shooting a crap load of ammo through a gun. Right. But I'm that kind of dude that like I, I want. I want my my goal in life is to you know, like shoot a hundred thousand rounds in a year, kind of thing. 
Right. But no, then again, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, we're going to shoot a bunch of ammo, but I think the way that I'm going to probably do it is um, I'll pro- I'll either go out there. It'll either be me and Lola or maybe me and Babyface, and we'll go out and we'll shoot the two guns and just put a bunch of ammo through it and talk about it, you know, talk our shit, and then I'll just throw that up there. I, you know, I don't care what Glock thinks about what I think about it or what Smith & Wesson thinks about what I think about it. I think we, I think we did get the uh, Smith and Wesson from Smith and Wesson as a T and E, but you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean anything. The Glock I bought myself. I think I told you that before because my brother uh, bought that Glock for his daughter, and her hands have been maimed by a 1911 apparently. So she, uh, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to shoot it. So there you go. What can I, I say? I think I said it last time uh, uh, to be young and dumb. Yeah, she just, you know, she just didn't like it. She likes the 1911s, you know. She likes the 1911 I, style stuff. It's the trigger. It's the trigger. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. And yeah. You, you got to buck that habit early on, otherwise it ruins you forever. Yeah, Archangel. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Let me. Um, all right, so Archangel says, uh, da, 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 da. I guess a Glock is better than an HK, but he's no Glocktard. So anything else is better than a sharpened stick. <laughs> I don't know why people yeah. need to like scream about Glocktardies. And <laughs> I don't care. I don't. I don't care what it is. I don't care who makes it. As long as it goes bang and it's reliable, yeah, then I'm happy. Um, yeah. Nobody else in the you know nobody else is offering a gun that has factory porting like this. So, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Ken Helmer says each beastie stands alone. Tell me about the one in your hand, and um, that's what I want to see in a gun review. Understood. Um, what? What? Huh? So Walter says. Like, so Ken is just saying. You know, he just when he. I guess from from gun reviews, what he wants is just for us to, people to tell him what they think about it. You know. So, which is more, I think what a lot of folks want when they're looking at videos. I think that's why uh, Hickok is so popular because he shoots the gun and he's, you know, he's just saying, hey, this is what I think about it. And folks who identify with him and are used to his range and all that kind of stuff, you know, they think, okay, if that's what he thinks about it, then I'm going to gauge in my mind what I think about it from that. So, hey, Um, Safety Harbor, Walter says he has a CZ brand 805. Coming in tomorrow. Those are cool rifles. Eight oh a, a brand eighty five. Eight oh five brand, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, nice. Um, so here's something I want to show you since you're a Glock guy. Check this out. I don't know if you know this, but uh, oh, Axon's I, I, making the oh. Glock barrels. Oh wait, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> uh oh, don't tell me you've already got one. Uh, he's going to the safe. Something's coming out of the safe. What is coming out of the safe here? Is that a Faxon barrel in there? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Uh, my, my 19 is coming back from uh, Babyface P. I will get into why I carry a comp gun in just a second, because it does make sense. Oh. <laughs> I, you know what? People love to come on here and fight with you. I, I like it. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I have a 17 barrel right here. Oh, okay. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, so, there we go. Yeah, I've got you locked in. You know, yeah, there you there go. Hold it in the light. Hold it in the light. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, um, it's a really, really nice barrel. Shoots really accurately. Is is that the matte one? Uh, no, this one was like uh, one that they pulled out of their test bin to send me. Um, I had problems with the Zeb slide that I had on my 19. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have another gun uh, that needed a threaded barrel other than a 17. So I called the, them up and said, hey, uh, this is binding. So I sent my gun in. Um, they said that the Zeb slide was out of spec and then sent a 17 barrel along back with the 19. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, baby face says something. Uh, he says something about do it if you're bad. I don't know if that's. Uh, I don't. I, I, is he? I don't know. I don't know. What I, he could. He could explain that a little better. That would yeah. be wonderful. Um, and then LV Louis Cipher says it's not. If it's not a sig, it's crap. <laughs> um, no, that's not true. Uh, so Brian said, anyone notice how none of the Glock barrel makers never show any comparison to factory barrel accuracy? Well. Let me tell you uh, something. One, accuracy tests mean literally nothing. Um, The accuracy test um, that Hank does with the same amount of ammo that I could do an accuracy test here in Fort Worth, Texas, could be completely different with the same amount of ammo and the same barrel. Reason being, altitude, humidity, all of that stuff is going to affect the gun. One, it's going to affect what rate that powder is going to burn at. And how fast that bullet's going is going to affect how accurate that barrel is with that particular load, right? Factor that in to the fact that not a single one of you guys in the comments, to, or Hank or myself, no one that I know is going to be able to outshoot a factory Glock barrel. The only reason that we get them is because we need to attach a suppressor. Uh, we need to attach a compensator. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I leave my stuff stock. All right. Now, Babyface says, do it if you're bad. Um, that explains. Oh, he's like daring it, uh, daring me to explain the comp gun. Man, like, why Why would you not want a compensated carry gun? Why would you not? Give, give me one good reason. I, I would like somebody to do that because I want to argue it. I, I can tell you intelligently right now why I carry a comp carry gun, but I would much rather fight with you. Oh, okay. Yes, I, I can tell. Okay, so let me show my let me show my my facts on barrel if you don't mind. So there you go. It's for the uh, Glock 17, 19, 34. No, they, the they make different ones. Yeah, uh, Faxon sent this to me by the way. So um, I saw them at the IB eighty eight eighty eight event, and uh, I requested that they send these so we could test them out. This one has a matte finish, and it's also dimpled. I've got some light here in my studio. They, they so call they call that flame fluting. Flame fluting. There mm-hmm. you go. See, that's why we have Patrick because he actually knows some stuff. I just think it's got some dimply bits that look. You like have the oil bronze. rubbed bronze there as well. Yeah. So there you go, and it's you know, it's, it's threaded. So there you go. So that's that. That's one, and. Uh, I think there's another one in the box. Hold on. Let's see what the other one is. How do you know I've got the oil? How do you know that? Because I've got eyeballs. I can see it on the screen. Oh, you can? Oh. 
Oh, that's interesting. So here's the other one. <laughs> I didn't let's see, even let's see what you got. I say, yeah, I've seen all of them. I, I just yeah. my my uh, nineteen I, barrel is oil rub bronze, and my is that what color um, it is? I'm trying to see what color it is on the barrel, but I don't see the color to be honest with you. It, it's it's not on there, but you know that that one was the oil yeah. rub bronze. It's kind of a brown color, isn't it? Yeah, this one's kind of like a gold. That's the Ty Tyna it Tyna something like that. Yeah. I like gold. That one actually looks pretty good. And it's they try to get me to put that on my uh, my my other Roland build. Oh, I'm totally putting this on a gun. So there you go. Oh yeah, dude. Do that. Uh, put that. Put that on uh, on a on a Glock and get yeah, yourself a compensator, dude. Like get a hold of Black Rifle Coffee, uh, Black Rifle or Texas Black Rifle Company. That one. Those guys. And okay. get one of their comps. That thing's pretty awesome. Yeah, so um, let's see. Let's put it on this 19 that's here, since it's a 19. I'll put it on there while we're talking. So now what other what other gun porn do you have for the peoples? Okay. Um, I'm going to get up. I didn't get it all out beforehand. I was kind of running short on time. And all I right. think there's, there's a conversation going on in the background about where's a good place to get AR parts. Man, like I do a lot of shopping on Brownells. Um, yes. I tend to stay away from a bunch of other places with like really bargainy prices. Um, um, but I tend to kind of go towards the guys that uh, have been around for a really long time. Right. I mean, I think there. Are, I think uh, there's a lot of options. Brownells is a good option. Um, you know, you can get stuff also from like uh, Primary Arm sells a bunch of AR parts. So does uh, um, Optics Planet. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I buy a lot locally, but I kind of have stopped buying AR parts. I think the last order I placed was with Brownells because like their coupon codes generally make things too good to, to pass up. Oh, okay. And yeah, well, that's good enough. Good enough for there. Me. We go. So, check it out. There it is. There it goes. It's on the yeah. Gen 5. Look at that. That actually look. that looks sexy. Come on, you guys can tell it. me what you think about that. It, need, that it, needs, it needs a compensator, though. It needs it a needs, compensator. Okay. So, Patrick thinks it needs a compensator. Yes, and, uh, I am. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but there we go. So, that's a Gen 5 with the fax on barrel. It fits on there. Just fine. You can put a suppressor on it or whatever. I don't do I don't do a ton of I probably the barrel is something that I would change. I don't change a bunch of stuff on the Glock. You know, I would change the barrel if I want to put a suppressor on it and shoot it, like you said. So yeah, there you go. So that's that one on there. I'll actually I'll take it off and then I'll put the I'll put the matte black one on there. I think this though, that looks uh if you're gonna put on a suppressor and you care about the looks, that looks sexy. Now you need a magwell and uh, like a red dot now. <laughs> well, see, yeah, that's you know what? Like, why did they go to the point of making a Gen Five and then they didn't make an MOS model? I, I already know the answer to that question, by the way, because they're gonna come out with one. It's gonna be the Glock sixty seven, <laughs> right? I it's don't gonna know. be it's gonna be Gen Five MOS, and then everyone will go out and get that. But I think, I mean, you know, when you've got upgrades like that, you should just keep going that path. 
right? So if you went to Gen 5, then give me the cutout. Well, you don't like the cutouts anyway, right? Uh, the cutouts were where? Where? You don't like the uh, MOS models either. No, right? man. No, I'm not a huge fan of it. Right. Okay. Why? Okay. Yeah, no, I, I don't like it. I, I prefer because um, for your arm, I think you were saying for the RMR, right? It doesn't fit because they're all different or something. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Something well, that, that's that is that is a reason. Uh, no, there's like two sets of screws, and like you've got a tendency for the red dot. Like Grantham did a great job of doing like an eight thousand round review of the Glock MOS. Um, the screws have to be tightened every 500 rounds or so. And like, that's about halfway through a shooting day for me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, like that's, that's a, a non-starter yeah. for me. Right. Like if I can't, if I can't screw that optic on there and it'd be good to go for, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred rounds, it's a, it's a non-starter. Okay. Um, I understand. Now, I did see Brian respond to environmental conditions having an impact. Uh, they, uh, there are some that do, in fact, increase accuracy. KKM, for one, is one that I know for a fact will increase accuracy of a stock Glock by approximately 30%. Um, like, not all of them are going to be that good, but it all depends on, like, what load you're running. Like, I might run Winchester White Box and the CTP-10C I've got here, and it might run terrible in this gun, but I might run it in a, you know, like my Gen 4, or yeah, my Gen 4 Glock 17, uh, the non-compensated gun, and it might run great. So you just don't know. Uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, it realistically, like, the only reason to replace a barrel on your gun is, one, if you're trying to buy skill, two, if you want something that's a different color, three, if you need uh, threads to attach suppressors or a comp, um, and that's really, and maybe if you are looking to shoot uh, cast bullets through a polygonally rifled barrel, man, it was hard to say. Those are the only four reasons there are to like replace a barrel. Otherwise, just leave it alone and shoot the gun. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you think about that 10C that you have there? Uh, the 10C, like I actually just brought it back home. I was loaning it to some friends. Okay. Sorry, my food's starting to get like really cold at this point. Oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah. Um, I loaned it to my buddies over at DSG Arms, and they put together a holster for the P10C. Cool. So uh, they borrowed it. it. Okay, it's locked. Go ahead. Yeah, they borrowed it to uh, put together one of their CDC holsters. And I believe they're rolling out some other models as well. But um, I kind of carried uh, the gun in this thing for a little while. And I'm really, really pleased with the holster so far. Um, like, I'm really picky when it comes to appendix rigs, too. But this seems to work pretty well. It seems to sit right at the right height for me. Um, you know, there are some changes I want to... I'm, I'm going to try running, like, a wing on here to kind of bring the butt of the gun into my body a little bit more, but it's not, not bad at all. Um, and like I was telling you earlier, some of the things that I initially saw with the P10 um, that I didn't like, I kind of like now that I've carried it in an appendix holster, like against my bare skin, like this texturing, 
really freaking awesome now that I've carried it in an appendix holster and I've done some presentations with the gun. Um, like it allows you to get a good purchase on the gun. It doesn't rub against your skin in a way that is really irritating. So I was really happy about that. Um, and I'll be glad to admit it. I'm, I was wrong about the texture on the P10C. Okay. So you're happy with it. Um, I don't know yet. I don't know. Okay. Okay. The jury's still out. I know you want to put a certain, how many rounds do you want to put through it before we hear from you? What you, uh, like my, my legit, like, yes, this is an amazing gun. You need to go buy yeah, it or, or you hate it. Like, yeah. like for me to, to say that, like for sure, I need to be 2000 rounds deep in the gun at minimum. I like to be 5,000 rounds deep. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, I mean, nice. like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to play the, like, yeah, no, I've got 500 rounds to it. I know exactly everything about this gun. I want to, you know, work with something for weeks and put a ton of ammo through it and, like, start trying to wear it out. Like, if it wears out in 5,000 rounds, it's a piece of crap. Uh, I don't think that's going to be doing uh, it. Okay, um, everyone in the comments, please stop giving advice on where to buy AR parts. I promise you I'll talk to you about it in a minute, but don't buy Bear <laughs> Creek. Don't buy Bear Creek. Don't buy PSA. Just stop. stop. Oh, really? <laughs> Just stop. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it in a minute. I promise. <laughs> Walter says PSA has some super bundle deals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want an AR that's kind of mediocre, then sure. Yeah, they do. That's, uh, uh, that's one of Walter's favorite places. Hold on. I'm just checking my video. I'm uploading a video right now, by the way. No, oh, right. So I'm, I'm just checking. Um, it. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, I, if I can try to break like springs and things like that, that's when I'm going to start feeling comfortable uh, saying, yes, it's good. Okay. Right. So you, you would ideally like to put like uh, 5,000 rounds through it. Um, ideally. Some, yeah. That's some serious roundage. You know, you're going to, the yeah, first I mean, thing you need, the first thing you need for your channel, by the way, let me just remind everyone right now before I forget Click the thumbs up. We got lots of folks watching us right now. Click the thumbs up. Please. Yes. And then uh, also share this video with family and friends. Don't forget to be to subscribe to us. Also, Patrick, who is here right now talking to us, has his own YouTube channel. So that link is in the description. And the uh, YouTube channel is called, hold on, let me see if I remember it. Something McCheesy. It was something McCheesy. I forgot already. Cheese McQueen. Cheese, Cheese McQueen. McQueen. There you go. <laughs> See, I couldn't even remember that. <laughs> Cheese McQueen. Okay, you wow. know what? Maybe Tyvin had a point, and you should just call it Patrick Roberts. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's the way to go. I was wrong on that one. <laughs> so uh, what do you think? What do you think about this, man? Angst dead arms. I was showing this yesterday, too, by the way. So I don't know so. enough about him. Um, uh, hang on, okay. hang on. Rotate the gun, please. Uh huh. I was I was uh, trying to. May I see the top? Oh, hold on. Let me lock it on me then. Here. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Um, you want to see the top of it? Okay. Is that a factory gun? Yes, it is. And uh, I'm not buying it. Why? Why is the castle not not staked? Uh huh. I don't know. I would ask no. them that question because like yeah. they're, I mean, and I see, I see the third pin on that too. Yeah. Uh, like why they don't have a factory machine gun staked because there's nothing keeping that buffer tube from rotating. I don't know. Keeping I mean, that, I don't, uh, this hasn't, mm -mm. let me see. This has not even been shot yet. Probably the first person to shoot it's going to be me. 
I so, just, I mean, like you yeah. can fix it. It's not hard to fix the staking on uh, yeah. an end plate, but like, yeah. why is that not? Why was that not done? Like, Angstad Arms should be ashamed of themselves. I, I don't know why that. I have no idea. I will have to look into that and ask them I, about I probably, that. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I will pass ask that. Ask them on. why they're lazy. Ask yeah. them why they're lazy. Yeah, I'll ask them what's up with that, and then. Um, See, we'll I couldn't do this on TFC TV. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do that on TFC. I couldn't be like, yeah, no, this is a great gun, but um, yeah. they're la- they're lazy and they suck for this reason. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, I appreciate it, man. That's you know, I mean, you're thinking that if we shoot that full auto, that's gonna back off real easy over time, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I had a uh, I, I I had a gun that I blew up like on purpose with Tannerite. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked about that last time I was on. Um, Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that like the uh, castle on that castle nut on that absolutely like came off. Mm-hmm. So wow. that, like absolutely always, always, always stake it. Um, now John Hartbag Barger or whatever uh, says so he can change the stock. You can still change the stock if the cast if the castle is properly staked. It doesn't take that much muscle to get the uh, the thing off anyway. Why okay. stake it if you want to put a PDW stock on it? Because it's not staked in its current form and useless to me personally. Like I don't, I, that's not a gun I would trust until it's staked, um, and I can just replace the end plates when I change the uh, PDW stock. Yeah. Uh, TJ Blaze, why do you prefer the Castle Nut not being staked? Like I, I don't think that there is any plus to not staking a Castle Nut at all. Yeah, so I think Joe Nutson says over time the buffer tube could back off. Very possible if you don't pay attention. That's true. So lots of variant opinions. No, I mean there there is no a varying yeah. opinion. That's that's right. Like there is one yeah. right opinion on this. Yeah. Yes, always stake the castle nut every time. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. The castle nut issue. Always stake it. And uh, what's you know is there a proper method of staking that you suggest? Uh, yeah, I, well, there's not really a proper method. Um, I'm, I'm no, I mean, you can... I'm laughing at Babyface. Babyface says, uh, I vote we don't stake it and see what happens. <laughs> okay. TJ, TJ, TJ Blaze says, so I can make changes if I want. You realize that you can still remove it uh, with the thing staked, right? Like, it's not hard to do. Yeah. Tyvon says just weld it, but he's he's joking. Yeah, why not? Why not? Loctite doesn't work. So the whole point, we're going to have AR class. This is making me sad. Yeah, here, I'll lock it on you so you can go ahead and do this. Sugar Bear says these nuts. <laughs> we're we're going to have AR class here. This is this is not okay. Uh, all right, let's clear this thing. So Joe Nutson says, look at um, Daniel Defense and BCM rifles. They're always staked. Yes, and there is a reason yeah. for it. So um, Walter says babyface rule. Okay, so let's go ahead. All right, you'll see that this rifle is staked. Now this is my own my own SBR. Um, I, I hold it up I a put little. it together. Okay, yeah, right there. You'll see the it's staked there, and it's also staked right there. Mm-hmm. Now I use a punch and a hammer to stake it. It's not hard to do. Uh, the punch itself costs like three dollars, you okay. know, and a, a hammer is something that you should have in your house. There's no reason to not do it. 
It takes four seconds. You're not going to hurt anything, you know, and like now the buffer tube is locked to the receiver. So this isn't just an end plate. There's actually a piece that goes into a recess inside of the receiver here and that locks it together, right? So now this thing's not going to rotate no matter how hard I crank on it. It's just going to stay straight in line with the rifle. It's not going to come off. Now, if I lock tight this thing, it's locked headed to the buffer tube. That doesn't really do anything to help me because this thing's still going to rotate. It's no longer like mechanically locked to the receiver. Okay. You know, so that's, that, that's why you do it. Like, if you use thread locker, you are bonding the castle nut to the receiver extension, and the re receiver extension can still rotate because there's just a little pin mm -hmm. on the bottom that sits in this recess and the threads. So if you don't have it, like I said, if you don't have it staked, it's going to rotate eventually. Okay, so um, Alex uh, M40, Alex D M40 actually says, is there a proper way to stake it? Uh, not really. Uh, so what I use is I'll use a uh, like a, a little gunsmithing hammer mm -hmm. and a taper punch. I use a, um, I think it is. Um, and actually, you know what is the even better thing? Let's explain to people what staking is if someone's watching that has no sure. idea. Sure. Um, yeah, and I, about, if you want to give me two seconds, I'm mm -hmm. going to mute the mic and I will actually go get my go punch get and I'll okay. show you how it's done. Okay, cool. Yeah. Go ahead and do that. Um, I'm trying to like put this, uh, the other one, the other barrel on here so I can show you guys. So here we go. All right. So there we go. There's the other barrel. The uh, I, I actually like the uh, matte black, but yeah, it's not as flashy. So there you go. There goes the facts on matte black barrel. It's not as flashy as the gold and all that, but I, I kind of like, I like that. Yeah. That's just me. And it fits on there. So there you go. That's that. And uh, if you guys want to see the boxes that these came out of, um, I think they just introduced these. Um, are these brand new, Lola? I don't know. This is the first time I'm catching up to them doing these. So there you go. There's the box. So the the ones I have here, I think, are for Glock 19s. Uh, they've got it for 17, 19, and 34. So if you guys are interested in that. Go check out facts on. Uh, uh, we'll put those on some. Uh, we'll we'll test these out. We'll put some suppressors on them. Put them on some guns. Okay, you ready? I think he's back. He's coming back. He's yeah, back. You guys stop talking about me. Yeah, there's lots of uh, there's lots of jokes that I just want to go through. First of all, um, okay. like people are like, uh, hold on, let's see, where was it? Did I miss it now? Um, Get your gross nose away. There were lots of jokes about these nuts. Oh, the, okay. Lowlight says, I always stake my nuts. Louis Cypher says, how do you like your, your steak nuts? Blue, rare, or medium? Well done. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's a bunch of jokes in the chat. These guys are having fun in the chat. Okay. Are you ready to educate us? Sure. I'm going to yeah, lock in on right. you. Okay. So, explain what staking is and... All right. Well, first, I want to show. I'm getting know, hungry. All the mention of steak. Now I'm gonna to have to have a steak. <laughs> first thing I want to do is I want to show you that like it's not impossible to get this stuff off. So this is a Magpul Armorer's wrench. It's not any fancy. Um, you'll notice the teeth have two different ways. There's kind of like a little recess on the inside, 
and then they kind of poke out the other end, right? Well, the right way to use this is like this, with the teeth facing out. It's not with the teeth facing in. Um, okay, so the teeth whole point out. of this. Well, I, on 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 a standard cast, I'm like yes. So like these teeth were designed this way to fit inside of a uh, special end plate that Magpul offered at one point, but this oh, kind of okay. cradles the nut. So now this is not this isn't in a vice or anything. So try to do it, but like that was a properly staked castle nut. So the whole point, let me move this down mm-hmm. in closer. Move it in closer, Jim. Yeah, I wish you had some more light on that, man. Uh, give me a, a second. Yeah, yeah. Give us a little bit more light so we can see it. Let's see what it, see what I can see what I can pull off here. Kick my dog back out of the, uh, the office. Making you work for it today, man. That's okay. Like I, that's why I said why I said I, I'm absolutely all about, um, you know, learning and being better than it was the the previous range trip. You know, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That is too all much right. light. Maybe yeah. there. Yeah, that's better. I think. Hear me. Uh, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna open my. All right. Cool. Okay. So let me get this out of the way so I don't jack that up. All right. So the whole point. I'm just gonna take this apart. Let's make this easy on us, right? Okay. All right. Let's see here. Okay. Now everyone's um, putting food. Why? Okay. Why are you guys putting food up on there? It's gonna make me hungry now. <laughs> everyone's throwing up food icons. Oh, thank you very much. That's exactly what I need right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, don't forget to share this, guys. Just for this extra work that Patrick is doing right now, you guys. Yeah. You getting a now, free tutorial did. on this one? <laughs> yeah. No, it's easy stuff. So. The question was asked, what was the difference between a mil-spec uh, tube and a commercial tube? Well, uh, it's, it's pretty straightforward um, how the threads are formed. Now, these threads are part of an extrusion process. So the mil-spec tubes are a little bit thinner than the commercial tubes. Some of them you'll see will have, instead of a 90-degree angle in the back, they'll have a little bit of an angle to it. Um, now, the best tubes that I've found are the Brownells tubes. They are 7075 aluminum. Everything else is kind of 6065. Um, so I kind of recommend like that one. Now, this is a pretty beat up tube, as you can tell. Uh, now, the whole point of this, if you guys look at the bottom of the receiver extension, you'll see that the end plate, it's got a little bit of a finger on it, right? Right. And me move this little light thing. Um, man, that is really bright. Um, so that little finger rides inside that groove right there. 
Mm -hmm. Now that's what's stopping rotation. Like that's, that's, that's part of what stops rotation, right? But the thing is, is if you really crank on this thing, like you can damage the threads and that's not going to work anymore. Right. And, and is it, would that break off that little, uh, no, no. So that's steel. Okay, Your so end is steel. Okay. This mm -hmm. isn't, this isn't going to break. What will end up happening is the, the threads themselves, we flip it over. Maybe, maybe you can see it that way. You can see that they're kind of marred a little bit there. Um, now if it's not installed properly, that's all that is stopping the buffer tube from turning, right? So now to install this properly, we'll kind of get it onto the lower here. Um, so now the only reason that I would want a mil spec over a commercial, uh, commercial theoretically is a little bit stronger, right? Uh, so that's a, a bit of a plus. Now the only downside is like availability of stocks because there are some stocks out there that are really, really great that aren't available uh, for commercial buffer tubes. Um, yeah, no, they're, that's true. Most of the tubes are made by a couple of manufacturers, um, but there are some Chinese stuff out there. So like UTG's tubes aren't US made. Uh, their UTG Pro tubes are US made, but they're 6061 aluminum. Uh, the only ones that I've found uh, are that I can say, yes, they're, they're solid tubes are the Brownells tubes. I, I haven't found anybody else that offers 7075 extension tubes separately that I can piece together because like, I don't need to buy a buffer kit. Um, I don't want an end plate that I don't need. I, I want one with a QD on it, um, you know, stuff like that. Okay, I see. Um, yeah, so anyhow, uh, let's install. Now, I, I mentioned earlier you had that recess in the back. That's kind of what this uh, QD socket lives in. There's a de there's like a, a depression on most of your AR end plates that kind of sit into that hole, and that's mm -hmm. what locks it in place. Mm-hmm. So we're going to slip the sprang, the sprung. And, uh, I believe someone's asking, I'm trying to see who it is. Someone asked, how many times can you stake it? Uh, you're supposed to do it only once, but I'm going to like redo it. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to do it wrong um, just for fun. I'll end up replacing it later. Uh, I mean, technically you can stake it as many times as you like, as long as the stakes aren't like overlapping, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't really think there's a limit. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, do they? Yes. Yeah, no, my, my, my issue with PSA, like I don't have a problem with PSA really uh, per se. Uh, my issue with PSA is uh, people believe that all of their uh, stuff is like good to go and it's not like the PTAC stuff isn't okay. If it's not a chrome hammer forged barrel from them, I probably wouldn't trust it. And even the barrels like, yeah, it might be made by FN, but like Palmetto State Armory specs out their own, um, you know, gas port sizes. So that gas port size could be like way too big 
heck did my stock? Yeah, and someone's asking, someone says that Palmetto State Armory has the 7075T6. Yeah, I think that's what you're um, responding to. Yeah, I think I saw Walter say that. And like, I didn't know that if they happen to have one. Awesome. Or no, no, uh, that was uh, Josh Martinez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I wasn't aware of that. If they do, awesome, cool. Um, I don't buy anything else from them. I won't buy barrels from them. Um, now, there's only like one mil spec versus commercial, you know, thing, and that's like the stock. So this is not going to be lined up entirely, but I don't really care. And obviously, I would do this on a, a like a vice normally. Anyway, well, that's pretty darn close, actually. Um, so I use a couple of different types of punches. I've got a Starrett. I'm trying to figure what. I don't know what size this is, but it's a number 264E punch. We'll move that back just a touch. So it's got like that tapered end on it. Okay. And uh, it's a stare at punch. Very, very good. So that's what you um, use. Um, that's what I normally asking, use, yeah. Someone's asking uh, what we think about uh, Spikes Tactical. And, um, uh, and I don't have a problem with any of their stuff. Like, like uh, I, I have not really messed with a complete rifle. I've got uh, several rifles built off of their lowers. I, Joe Nunston, I don't know why you would feel that. I haven't seen anything that would indicate that Spikes is overpriced. I don't know what you feel overpriced is. Uh, this one is a Mayhew 116th inch uh, tapered punch. Like that has been used in the past, but this was something I think I picked up from uh, one of the CZ shops. Now, you can even use a broken punch. This is a broken 116th grace punch. <laughs> Sugar Bear said by the time... Uh, what is it? Oh, I think he's talking to someone else. He, oh, no, he's talking to you. He says, no, yeah, yeah. by the time you get that back together, the invasion will be over and you'll be learning communism. <laughs> well, he's showing us. He's talking about it. He's not he's doing he's not just doing he's doing and talking. Yeah. So, so it, uh, this is a broken, um, you know, a grace punch uh, that I like kind of made the tip work for staking. Yes, there is a like um, particular torque for the castle nut. I don't remember what it is offhand, um, and, it, and I didn't use a torque wrench for this either. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It, it's it's German torqued. It's good enough. So we're getting to set. Okay, and you obviously moved it to a different position than it was in before for what you're doing. Yeah, it's just off of where it was, but... And the point of this is to, like, deform the metal into the, the little recess. So it's harder for it to back off. Uh, it's, like, impossible for it to. I mean, like, you know, on its own. So if you look at it, you'll see it's it's like kind of close. This is pre-staking, like I had taken this off. So you'll see it's just a little bit further than it was. I'm gonna have to buy a new end plate. But that's not the big of a deal. Um, 
so let's finish that up. You see how that metal has been deformed? Come on. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I'm trying to get it to focus for me. Yeah. Hey, you're almost there. Anyway, you can see how the metal has been deformed into the um, into that little oh, right, recess. Right, right there. There oh, it is. Yeah, there you go. Um, right. Let me see. Maybe there? Yeah. So it's been kind of deformed into that little recess on the castle nut, and that's going to lock it in that way it's not going to rotate on you there's no way yeah. the receiver extension is been, you know, is like tightened against the, uh, the into the receiver and it's kind of pinched in there with a castle nut the castle nut is locked to the receiver through the end plate uh because of that little area down there but it's like it's it, it is important so there you have it yeah. Okay. So you guys have that whole lesson now. <laughs> yeah. You know, on uh, live staking, live unstaking and stake and restaking, as it would be. And now there's some conversation going on about the Spikes Tactical logo. I don't know. I'm gonna have to scroll back to even see where this whole, this nah, whole thing. Is. I don't care. Yeah, there's some kind of conversation about that. If you look at the Spikes Tactical logo enough, you can see two dicks in it. There you go. <laughs> so now there's this conversation is, about that. Is, is one like named Mookie? <laughs> no, I like yeah. Mookie. I like no, Mookie. Yeah, that, that, that dude is as real as they come. <laughs> okay, I, I, like, then, I like it. And then uh, Babyface put on here, Babyface put a, a thing on here. Hold on. Let me see if I could copy this. I don't know. Let me see if I copied it. He put a link to something on here that you can go look at. I just put that in the thing for you. I put that in the chat for you so you can go take a look at that. Uh, yeah, I've done I've done stuff with Mookie. I actually went to Spike's Tactical. I have a video. We went up there. You're, when they, you're talking about the 404? Um, Eric, you didn't copy the whole link. Oh, hold on. I didn't? No. Let me get the whole thing. Hold on. Um, I, I see it. I, I, I see it. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, man, when when you give gun guys enough time, <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll put dicks in everything. Yeah, they, just, they see dicks everywhere. That is Freudian. <laughs> so there you a go. Dick no, for I, you I, and a dick for you. Yeah. Wow. A bag of dicks for everyone. Um, Babyface baby uh, is like uh, the Oprah Winfrey of gun dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Can we say that Babyface is a dick expert? I feel like yeah. He's a dick doctor. Yeah. I don't know. He's yeah. he's going to get me. He's, I'm sure right now he's like, boy. Is he kind of a dictator? Dictator. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he says you can never unsee that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. We appreciate Yeah, We appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I see a lot of people talking about nothing fancy in, in the comments. And, like, I don't personally have an issue with the dude. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I've got like some slight issue with a lot of it. Like 
I understand the dude. I don't know what the dude's background is. Can anybody tell me what the guy's background is? But he talks like a dude that like thinks about things way too much. It doesn't just shut up, get out, shoot, see what works, see what doesn't. Like, I I, want to say this is the same dude that like I've heard friends of mine who are trainers in the industry say they've tried to get him out to classes and he's ducked out. Mm. Yeah, no, okay, Air Force Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah, he has a background in the Air Force, and uh, I don't know if he did any kind of law enforcement. I like his videos. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. They're they're really uh, they're really informative, but like he gets deep. He's 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 real anal. You know, I, he, I think he takes he, notes. I don't take notes on anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Notes are for people who uh, yeah. don't don't shoot. Yeah. Uh, Tom, Tidy T said, "I just got out of the shower, and and the conversation went from steak to dicks." Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Terra Dome. <laughs> <laughs> of what the people are getting into in the chat um and then it's 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 getting weird yeah, yeah. i need to close this dick like page out yeah before your wife walks in there like what the so hell like, uh, I, don't, I don't understand how this is work maybe we need to have a conversation you'll never be able um, to explain that she'll always have that in the back of her yeah mind. <laughs> so like, man but he was I in wonder. there looking at dicks what the <laughs> fuck yeah i thought he was doing a hangout with these dudes uh, <laughs> he was hanging out with the dudes. <laughs> yeah, Joe Nutson says he's a colonel, USAF. He's a good dude. Honestly, he's very passionate. I have met him and I talked to him once at Shot Show, and yeah, he's very passionate and he was nice. I'm not saying he's not passionate. I'm yeah. not saying he's not passionate. I think he is like the epitome of living room problems. Like he he is the dude that like builds living room problems in his head, overthinking a piece of gear, and then like hates on a piece of good gear. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you. Okay, so here's a comment from Robert Lafurg. That's uh, nothing fancy is a tactical Ned Flanders. That is yeah. well worth two dollars, sir. Yeah. Bravo, <laughs> hat has been tipped. Okay, Patrick, like that one. Um, listen, especially when I fr- I still listen to his videos, right? So it's tough. Yeah. I, I don't get to look at a lot of um, gun videos on YouTube just because I'm doing so many things and sometimes it gets crazy with all the information going into your brain about guns. So if I'm editing, I'll look at car videos and stuff like that. But I do like to look at his videos and he gives you stuff to think about. You know, he does, he takes a lot of notes, man. He really no, he does. There, and yeah. like, I, I feel like you need a, a, a degree in linguistics or something to watch his videos or something. Well, his, uh, his, his <laughs> His fans have, you know, he's got some loyal fans and he's come up with a whole bunch yeah. of stuff that they know what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Um, and like, I don't have any issue with that at all. Um, like the running gun stuff. Sure. Yeah. That stuff's all right. Uh, but like his tabletop reviews, if I need to sleep, I guess I could watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's, that's something I could do. Um, so, no, I, I don't know. I feel... The range one adios amigo says the only thing that bothers him about nothing is the fanny pack. He has a fanny yeah. pack. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of like his everyday, um, you know, like carry thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dump that over um, so sugar bear like- just gave us twenty bucks. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, he says, "Buy a just for men on me, brother." Your chin is looking like mine, too. <laughs> oh, you want me to? No, there's no way in hell. I want to be gray. 
my whole life, <laughs> my whole life, I, I'm going to have like salt and pepper. I'm going to be the first salt and pepper mohawk. <laughs> just wait. I think I'm just getting, there's like only, there's like a couple of uh, gray hairs, like right here, up here in the front. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I, go I, I, I like when people say, I like his accuracy tests. No one cares. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, so I you obviously you. don't care for accuracy tests. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like if I'm not, the only time it matters is when you're testing like a precision rifle. Like an accuracy test on the Remington RP9 doesn't matter. This doesn't. It doesn't matter how well it shoots. Because, like, none of you guys, I can't, Hank can't, no one in this chat is going to outshoot this gun. It's not possible. Like, nothing fancy can't outshoot the gun. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Tactical Golfer wants to know why we're hating on nothing fancy. Um, I'm, not, I'm not hating on nothing uh, yeah, fancy. Uh, yeah, I'm not, not hating on him at all. Like, I, I just think that maybe he comes to some conclusions that maybe aren't really useful. Yeah. Okay. That's um. That's Patrick, which he's a hundred percent entitled to his opinion. I don't tell other people to say when they come on my thing. Um. I think nothing fancy. If you had to ask me, wait a like, minute. I, I thought the deal was. I thought the deal was all the live chat money went to me if I said that sentence. What live chat money? The two. The two know. bucks. You can. Yeah. Have, <laughs> I'll send you the two bucks. <laughs> um. You know what? Okay. So let's let's have this conversation since we're talking about nothing fancy or whatever. I, I was going to say that to me, like, nothing fancy probably would be in my top five, maybe even my top three gun YouTubers. What about you? What do you say? No. I like it. I, I, uh, top, top. I mean, let me look at my subscriptions. I'm going to. Subscriptions. Subscriptions. Uh, see here. Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow this comment from imposter just, just, you know, just so that you can see that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, why am I a condescending asshole? <laughs> like, you, you, go ahead and tell me. Tell so, me. Um, like, hold on. Who was it that said that? Oh, imposter said Patrick is a condescending asshole. <laughs> why? Because I don't believe that nothing fancy is yeah. really is, is like a value add. I think people are entitled to, yeah, I think people are entitled to their opinion on that. I mean, everyone has opinions, even like on me. The other day we were watching a guy, we were watching a video where a guy was making fun of me, Walter, and American Gun Chick. So people, I think people are entitled to their opinions and stuff like that. There's yeah, nothing wrong why with not? it. Why not? Yeah. I mean, um, if someone asks me like my favorite YouTubers, um, let me see, Gun Guys. I like nothing fancy. Gun guys, gotta be gun yeah, guys. Gun right? guys. I like nothing fancy. Uh, nothing fancy is in my top three. I like uh, Mac from Military Arms Channel. That's because he's helped me out a lot. I think you know. I look at his channel a lot for stuff. I like Iraq veteran. Let me see who mm. else. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm gonna say the. Who do I go to? Um, I like. I, I also like Guns and Gear. Um, you know, that's a gun YouTuber. Keep in mind, yeah. I haven't messed with my uh, my subscription. Oh, you're looking like, at your subscription no. thing? Okay. Yeah, I haven't messed with it in like eight months because I for <laughs> I was always logged into TFB TV, uh, but I'm going through and looking at what I used to watch. Oh, okay. On a regular a basis. Uh huh. So, um, 
about halfway through them now. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of them. Why are there why are there like three Matt V twenty ninety nine channels? What the hell? There's three separate ones. Yeah, I, okay. I don't know. Apparently, I have three of them in my. I'm gonna uh, put Babyface. I'm gonna put Babyface P in my top five. <laughs> With whoever else I said, I don't know how many what uh, numbers I said here. Well, and the thing is, like, some of the guys that I subscribe to, like, don't really make, um, like, amazing amounts of videos. They they hardly make video, uh, but like, it's something that I do watch. Yeah, I also like I watch Demo Ranch, but he doesn't always do gun stuff. So. No, I watch Demo Ranch like really. I really like yeah. his videos a lot. But that's I love one of the things. Like his things, yeah, his things are like fun, and he's got some car stuff in there sometimes. I like that kind of stuff. So, Let's see here, um, um, a bunch of people are saying uh, Corey and Erica. Okay, you. Nope. <laughs> no, no, go away. Um, <laughs> okay, I have looked. I have looked at Corey and Erica videos a long time ago. I don't think they make videos anymore. Do they? No, they stopped a long while ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but um, I looked. They, they I looked quit. for Erica. What can I say? So there you go. I I don't know, man. Like it's always yeah. been about the guns for me. Like I, yeah. I'm I'm focused on yeah, every like now and stuff. then. Every now and then is you know mix it up a little bit. You know, I mean, I am a dude. Yeah. You know, but yes, the guns are the most important thing. Um, All right. So I know a lot of people like FPS Russia. You know, I've got probably, so many tabs open right now. Uh, by numbers, FPS Russia. By numbers, FPS Russia is the biggest one. He's got. Like, I, yeah, I don't. I, I haven't watched any of his videos. He's in, got six like, million years. subscribers, but you know, not all of FPS. Like a lot of those are gamers and kids. My kids are fans of his. Ken Helmer says, "Such Mister Guns and Gear, IV eighty eight, eighty eight, eighty eight, Hickok forty five. Hank, of course. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. 22 Plinkster. Yeah, he's got some cool stuff. In Range TV. Um, yeah. There's lots of good There's lots of good gun guys doing YouTube. Everyone, you know, everyone has their own thing. And so, like, it to me, it really depends. If I'm, if I'm trying to find out about some gun or something just came out that I can't get my hands on, but I know this guy has a video on it. I'm going to go look at it. A lot of times that's how I wind up looking at military arms channel because <laughs> he gets all the cool shit most of the time. Yeah. All right. So uh, I can't pare it down to like three, my top three. I got go top five. Tell us the top five. That's even tough for me. Um, like okay. I watch a ten? lot. of. I, I can do 10, but like okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm paring it down even further currently um so um all right we'll just roll with this um so i've got a couple of like really popular ones and some not so popular uh now patrick kelly i love his channel a lot i don't even know who that is uh patrick kelly is a uh, pro shooter for defender outdoors and uh, oh, so he's I'll, like a competition guy i don't know any the yeah. only competition guy i know is jerry michelik uh, yeah, I love Jerry's channel as well. Like, well, I, I it's really, really informative. I, I learned a lot from watching Jerry, um, and like, hands down, some of the nicest people. Like, Kay Mikulik spent so much time talking to me at shot uh, while Jerry was doing his thing. Uh, I was really, really impressed. So I'll drop a uh, link to Patrick's channel. Patrick does okay, these. Um, 
Yeah, he does these out of the box to the match reviews, and basically what he does, he gets a gun in for review. Um, he will do some dry fire practice with it. He get used to the trigger. He'll pull it apart, uh, make sure it's properly lubed, put it back in the box. And then he goes to the match, and he shoot, shoots a steel challenge match with that gun, whatever it might be. I think the last one he did was a Smith & Wesson 929. Um, and I really, really like that format because you see a guy oh, pick seen, up a gun I've for the first time. I've seen this guy before. Yeah, I've seen. Okay. I didn't Super know nice. Uh, very yeah. giggly. Very outgoing. Very fun. Um, I'm going to sub him right but, now because you're talking about him. And if you yeah, guys no. want to do, I'll put a... I'll put a link to his thing here in the chat so you guys Yeah, I, I definitely would. Um, so he's he's really one that I watch very, very closely. Um, By the way, let now, me just – before you go on here, so you said that he takes it out of the box and mm-hmm. then he makes sure it's properly looped. I had this argument with Babyface the other day because um, when people send me guns, they're not always, like, super lubed up. So I, I usually right. just shoot stuff the first time, how it came out of the box, and he says that's – that shit crazy, which he might be right. What, what do you do. think? You yeah, should have right out no, of the box. I, yeah. If it doesn't run, then I put lube on it. Yeah. So he says I'm crazy because I do that. Like uh, the Daniel nah, defense yeah. I got out of the box, I shot it. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I, I, I pull it out of the box. I will run the gun. If it doesn't run, then I put some lube on it. If it still doesn't run, I'll take it apart. Yeah. I'll look at it and maybe call the company. Um, yeah. You know, El Tenda, he's a good YouTuber. I like El Tenda. I'm subscribed to him. Um, so other ones that I, I absolutely love watching, um, SH Lowlight like his stuff a lot. Um, Never and heard that, that is, uh, so SH Lowlight, that's the dude behind Sniper's Hide. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, like Tibosaurus Rex, they kind of fall in the same thing. Tibosaurus Rex talks a whole lot. Um, but I like, uh, SH Lowlight because it's not like. A lot of talking that's right down to the meat and potatoes, gives you the information and moves on. Like, I don't need the theory behind it. I don't need to know why you came to the conclusion uh, right off the bat. I want you to feed me the information in a way that I can understand and apply to my own shooting. Um, and then, like, get into the nitty-gritty later after I understand how to employ that particular thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's why I like SH Lowlight is he kind of – like talks about positional shooting and he'll, and he'll like lay out how to do it and then move on and then talk more about it later or something. Um, Ryan's range report, uh, another favorite of mine, um, you know, Ryan's range report and um, firepower United. Um, both of those guys are local to me and good friends. Okay, cool. But, um, Never heard Ryan, of any of those guys. Uh, yeah, I probably they're, have seen they're their videos. Called, very tiny. Yeah, somewhat. Kyle L says Tal Flader Mouse. I uh, watched super stuff. nice guy. Yeah, that's yeah. entertaining as hell to watch. But like, yeah. I, I'm I'm about finding that information. I want to know more. Yeah. Um, and in that 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 thought process, like, um, uh, since I said thought process, I'm gonna say Grand Thumb is like one of my yeah. current favorites current, right now. I, I haven't. Um, I've heard of him, but I I don't think I've. Have I watched any of his stuff? Maybe you I probably need have. to. Um, yeah, yeah, Flannel Daddy is a favorite of mine. Um, so I'll drop his in there too. And if these guys, if you guys aren't watching uh, the Flannel Daddy, you know you you probably need to. Oh, Flannel Daddy, that's also another YouTuber. No, no, no. It's it's Grantham. Oh, that's Grantham. Oh, see, I didn't. That's his thing. He wears he wears flannels because uh, he lives in the. A uh, place that is cool enough to like wear flannels. Otherwise, I, I would wear a flannel. Okay, whatever link good. you just sent me does not exist. Really? 
Yeah, hold on. Uh, also, I, also, I'm sure he's he's big. I think I've heard of him. Yeah, so. he's like 111. Yeah, no, I just sent you the same link. Uh, okay. I'm I'm looking at the page with that link. So, um, yeah, no, Grantham is uh, really, really, really. Uh, I'll subscribe to him right now because I was not subscribed. Yeah, so. he's big on the kind of um, like duty side of things so he wants like war fighty stuff uh that works really really well so you know like what works what's the best custom glock setup you know how to run in a cog with acss reticle what you know he thinks about a uh, the eotex coming back things like that um that dude like really knows his stuff a lot and like he can shoot a lot uh, he is Air Force, but he's the cool Air Force, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, he <laughs> now, is, now uh, there's some Garantham hate out there. Uh, is there really? Guns, yeah, Where? a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Where is there? Uh, someone, I saw something in here. Scroll, either scroll up or down. Um, Gorillas and Guns says Big Daddy Hoffman. I just met him at the Iraq Veteran thing. I've I've watched his videos. He's a very nice guy. So I just met him at, you know. That's one of the uh, OGs, Big Daddy Hoffman. So shout out to him. Uh, let's see. Um, Pat Mac, uh, yeah, Pat McNamara. That dude is on point too with the uh, the information. Frank Proctor again, on point with information. Uh, primary and secondary. That's what another is the bathrobe? Really Someone Sugar Bear says the bathrobe ninjas are not amusing to me. Laugh out loud. Is that something? Um, Actually, <laughs> primary and secondary is having a uh, – yeah, can you post that last link that I just sent to you? You may need Let's to uh, see. go to it. Okay, hold on. I'm going I'm to drop some text in and then post it again. So, yeah, oh. it, you guys should go over there and give them some love. Okay, who is um, this? This is primary and secondary. Primary and secondary is a group okay. of people – that are very focused on getting good information, good gear reviews out to people. Um, and like they, they are comprised of some very, very smart dudes. Like Pat Mac is very closely tied to them. Okay. Um, I'm subscribing. Uh, right actually now. Chuck, uh, Chuck is on their live cast currently. Okay. Um, and I just, so, gave, I just put the link in the, um, in the chat so folks can, Go see what yeah, we're talking about. Since yeah. we talked about the Roland special, uh, Roland has come out and like revealed who he, who he is. Uh, his mm -hmm. name is Chuck Pressburg of Press Check Solutions. Uh, and he's actually on the primary secondary live chat oh, okay. currently. And what company um, makes the Roland special? There isn't a company. Like, oh, there um, isn't. Yeah, okay, yeah. Different that's companies. Because I saw a company, I think I saw KE Arms had a Roland special, and I was like, is that who makes it? Uh, no, no, no one makes oh, it. Um, okay. Like, it's kind of this, like, weird mix. Okay. Um, so, like, uh, yeah, primary secondary. So it's open source. Basically, it's open source. Like, if, if you know what the setup is, anyone can go make one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally open source. It, yes, okay. ATEI is really the, the, the correct answer. Um, as to who makes the Roland special, that's that's that that's the right answer, sort of. Um, like they're the right place to take it to get milled, I guess. And they do have a Roland special package uh, that's pricey but worth it. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, more people that I watch: uh, In Range TV, Forgotten Weapons, 
seeing our arsenal, all of those are ones that I watch. Active stuff protection, solid stuff. Like you can learn a lot from that. Uh, but I'm I'm less on the infotainment side and more on just like I want to, I want the information. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? That's the thing about all of this, right? And I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier um, with the conversation that those guys are having in the roundtable. And Eric was saying that it's, you know, it's if, if you just have a guns only thing, it makes it really, you know, it makes it weird. You, you're really limiting it. And I think that's the whole thing. Like, you guys will probably be surprised to find out that we don't all watch, like, all the same YouTube channels, you know, some of the, some of the things are personal, why people don't watch other YouTube channels or, and not personal in like a bad way, but just like, you know what? I don't click with this person when I watch them. You know, if you're looking at someone's channel, you have to like kind of connect to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. That's, that's whatever. Um, You know, I don't really care. I mean, sometimes you look at a channel to hate the person. Like, I bet a lot of people will watch you just to like shower hate on you. That's but they don't, fine. I mean, but you're a nice yeah, guy, you know. It's I just that. I, I mean, this, I, is, how, I, I this is how you are. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, I like. I, it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested in like sugarcoating things. I'm not right. interested in um, you know beating around the bush. Like, I just want to have that conversation. How how can we get better? And you know. Like that's, yeah. that's all I care about. I, I don't want I don't, I don't care about, uh, am I going to hurt your feelings whether or not I think, you know, that this thing sucks. Like if this gun sucks, which like, and I'm going to tell you now, uh, my opinion on this <laughs> is it doesn't suck. Um, yeah. surprisingly, but Jake Barr if, says I, if, you, if you just want the info, then just an opinion is the man to watch. I don't know if you know who that is. I don't know who it is. What's his background and what, you know, like how does he form his opinions? Yeah, uh, that's I, I need yeah. to know that before I yeah. can say, yeah, I know I definitely need to do that. Yeah. But like, go ahead, finish your thought. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I don't want to worry about whether or not I want to upset 30 percent of my audience because I say that the Remington RP9 is a piece of crap. Not that it is, um, you know, like I'm more interested in whether or not it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, someone wants to know if uh, Gainesville was a clusterfuck today. No, <laughs> it was fine. It, I mean, there was a little something there, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. You know what? Lola says we've been going over two hours. I think there are some questions. Wow. Yeah, she yeah. wrote some on the board. Let's go oh, through good. these real quick. Um, have you tried ETS mags in your Glock 43? Uh, no, uh, I, I don't like oh, ETS yeah, mags personally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm just going to turn you down a little bit there. Okay. I haven't tried them. I have no, I don't have any, uh, any idea about that. I guess I got to look into yeah. it. Have you heard of that ETS mags? Uh, yeah, no, no, they're, they're the clear mags and I, I don't really oh, see a point okay. to them. Uh, like I've got enough Glock mags that, you know, aren't just kind of like a clear plastic. Um, my, 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 hesitance towards clear plastic kind of comes from the whole um, AK mags, the the Burrell mags, the clear ones. They kind of exploded if you left them locked uh, loaded for too long. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So, yeah. You know, um, AK operators in, in, in is a good channel as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them that, dude. yeah, for sure. Um, and then Walter uh, like seconded and thirded your uh, forgotten weapons choice, so he likes that. Um, right on. 
So, okay, what do you think? I don't know who said this question. What do you think about the stupid Maxim 50? That's the question. I I don't, I don't know. Like, suppressors never really did it for me, man. Like, never really has been something that intrigues me unless I absolutely need to have hearing protection. Like, um, I own suppressors that I can suppress just about everything, you know, that I own. Uh, and the only thing that really makes it really makes sense for is like hunting, uh, but like going out to the range and like blasting, I don't see any point to a suppressor. So uh, for a hunting perspective, I, I don't think it's that dumb. You know, why is it dumb? Wait, who said it was dumb? I saw that earlier. I just I didn't address it because I thought it was a stupid comment. Um, um, I haven't. <laughs> do you have have you shot one yet? No, no, I haven't. But I mean, if it does anything to mitigate the sound, then that's all that matters. I know that it mitigates the amount of gases put off. Yeah. Um, uh, so. so I've got one. I haven't shot it yet. Just haven't had the time. So I'll like reserve what I think about it until I shoot it. I think it wasn't, you know, I think that's something that's thinking a little bit out of the box. Right. I like that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And it might grow into something better from there. I'm not saying I would buy one. I do like suppressors. I think that, um, you know, everything should be suppressed. And I think integrally suppressed barrels are something of the future. So there you go. That's my prediction. We're going to have lots of integrally suppressed barrels going forward in the future. Yeah, like uh, um, maybe, so, maybe. Yeah. And um, all right. So now what's our top two high quality AR-15 buys? I think Ooh. you don't like buying like brand name fully built. No, ARs, right? I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, like just looking at my SBR upper, that should be pretty apparent. Um, yeah. You know, that's a pretty cobbled together thing. I'm going to end, uh, end up replacing 90% of the stuff on this anyway. Yeah. So, you know. Um, Brian says Maxim 50 was a poor business decision. Uh, they should have researched the laws a hell of a lot more before they rolled it out. But like, yeah, what is it not? I mean, okay, so it's not necessarily legal in all fifty states. It's legal in what, like forty something states, forty seven. Yeah, something maybe. like that. But that's the yeah. problem with those states. Those states that it's not legal in are violating the Second Amendment and other laws that exist. So you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like that, it's it's that's on those states. If you don't like it, it's on those states that you can't have that stuff in those states or whatever. Well, no, when when they marketed it, they marketed it as fifty state legal and they yeah. could be used everywhere and yada yada yada. Yeah, um, that's marketing speak. We know not every state is yeah. free, <laughs> and yeah. freedom is different in every state. So <laughs> some um, are freer than others, and some less so. See, cans have their place. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, yeah it, like um, even for the high-end bolt guns, like maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 I just saw Walter's comments in there. Um, I don't know. I like. So here's my here's my deal with suppressed suppressed guns. Like, it always makes my ARs way more dirty. It always makes them uh, run a little bit less reliably than they do unsuppressed um one two it makes them longer and if i've got an sbr i want it to stay short unless i need it to be suppressed uh with a handgun hanging a suppressor off the end of a handgun like 
completely negates any benefit that the handgun might have. It's no longer concealable. It's no longer handy. It's no longer accurate, usually. Um, and it's like no longer shorter than a rifle. Yeah. Um, you know, depends on uh, what you're doing with it and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, you know what? So did we answer the question? Like, I don't know if, because uh, I guess this I, I, is about top quality. Listen, I just bought a Daniel Defense um, DDM4 ISR, so it's integrally surprised. Yeah, they're, they're good stuff. DD makes yeah. good stuff. Um, well, I don't, I don't know how good it is yet, but we'll see. I just bought it. Um, I haven't shot it enough. For my we'll money, see. if I'm going to buy something, it's going to be uh, a psionics or um, like a... Uh, a Colt LE 6920, uh, uh, like the OEM model. That that would be uh, my buy. Um, and then like Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Those are like the three companies I would look to. Yeah. I think nowadays it just really comes down to what's the stuff that you want. So if someone has a gun and you can just go buy it like that and it's everything you want, then you're good. Lots of people just prefer to build their guns. It's all up to – the reason why I bought the Daniel Defense is because it's integrally suppressed and – and I looked into that whole thing. And if you want to just get an upper and then do all the other stuff, you had like, you know, the uppers, the uppers on their own are expensive and it's like a whole thing. So I was like, well, I'm just going to buy this as one thing already built, see how it works. So the, the jury's still out with me on that. Um, you know, other than that, I would probably just be building stuff because I personally want to see different things in guns. Like I want to see side charging. Uh, say I don't like I don't I don't I don't want a side charger like I I always go for the charging handle up here, it mm-hmm. always it always screws me up every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then I see some people saying that the IV eighty eight eighty eight guys are um on Stephen Crowder or something like that. There you go. Yeah, they're on they're on lateral Crowder. Or yeah. something or Stephen Crowder. Or and TJ Blaze wants to know when's the 308 giveaway. Uh, it's uh, I'm going to do my final video for that pretty soon. I didn't do it this week because uh, WMD Guns is not in Florida right now. I think they're at the NAGSW, some kind of show, something like that. So yeah, NAGSW, that's correct. Yeah, so I couldn't go pick it up from them. So I think next week they'll be back. I'll go there. I'll pick up the gun. I'll do a nice video of it. I'll put that up. Um, for the people who are interested in that, I'm like giving that gun to someone who's been sharing this thing all this time or comes along before we actually like pick who wins it and like does a lot of sharing of it. So the whole thing that I've been doing with that video, with that particular giveaway of that 308 is instead of just saying like, hey, everyone who subscribed to me, you're going to be in this thing and I'm going to pick one person out of 55,000 random people. Um, I've been saying like, if I see someone out there every day thanking the companies that gave the parts to that gun, and, and all you have to do is just really go there, share the video, thank the company, just do one thing. And we've been taking a look at that. I know that's too much work for a lot of people out there, but we're talking with everything that goes into that gun, it's well over $3,000. So, but that will come to an end soon. I'm going to get the gun, make a video, put it up, and then we'll pick someone and I'll let you guys know who that is. So, and it's looking pretty good actually. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, let's see, any final, any final thoughts here, man? 
Yeah, um, I'm trying to see if I can figure something out real quick. Okay. Oh, and we lost him. I don't know where the hell he went to. Okay, we'll give him a few minutes to come back in because he – oh, there he goes. What did you do? Wow. <laughs> Broke all of the things. I think I may have figured out what's going on uh, with my stupid lower thirds. Oh, okay. No, it's still broken, like he- heavily broken. <laughs> There's some kind of – oh, you're still trying – oh, that's right. You can never get lower thirds to stick up there. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I'm hey! Oh, you got it. There- okay. Yeah, there you go. Whoa! There you go, man. You got it. Awesome. So now it's going to be up there. So let's uh, let's do this, man. What do you want to plug before we uh, get out of here? Before we uh, well, get on this one. Head on over to my Instagram there. Oh, let's. Okay, let me go. The Patrick so, Roberts. Yeah, the Patrick Roberts. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Really let's do that easy. Instagram thing right now. Do, 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 do. Yeah, you go to the Instagram right here. It says the Patrick Roberts. Uh, you can see all the stuff there, and I kind of like use that to update people as to what uh, we're doing. It's like the Amy something. That reminds me of the um... – oh, I'm already following you on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it used to be TFP Patrick, but uh, I oh, changed okay. it to – You just to, changed to, it. Okay. Yeah, it, it changed names to the Patrick Roberts. Okay, uh, there you go. Patrick Roberts. And I'm the Patrick Roberts. This is really hard to do. Um, and then you can like go to firearmrack.com down here, like, mm-hmm. and sign up for email, uh, like a, an email update. I think I think you'll get that page set up. If not, shoot me an email, and I'll add your name to the list and let you know when it goes live, which should be about two or three weeks. Um, I'll have a bunch of my old content from. Uh, the previous blog on there, and then I will have some new stuff and we'll be adding things um, not at the breakneck pace that I was previously because I'm not interested in numbers. I want good quality information out there now. So a good quality information on, you know, a good quality review on this new CDC holster from DSG Arms, uh, which I'm actually really proud of because I helped them uh, out with uh, loaning them my, my own gun. So if you get a DSG Arms holster, they used my uh, CZP-10C to make their mold and really, really um, pleased with how it turned out. But And there might, be, there might be just a little bit of damage because uh, Patrick, you know, was banging on that with a hammer in the back, right? No, no, no. Um, actually, they did a really, really good job. Um, <laughs> you can kind of see in there. You can even see the, like, the index points. In, you, know, you see the index oh. points. Oh, yeah. On the oh, side. yeah. So for anyone who wants a, a CZ um, P10C, and or you've gotten – if you can get one, these are not easy to get nowadays because they're so popular. You know, and then you want a holster. Tell them where to go for the holster, Patrick. Uh, yeah, DSG Arms. So uh, DSG Arms, DSG Holsters. Um, do they get a the Patrick Roberts discount when they go? You know, they, I don't have an affiliate thing set up. Um, yeah, so like TJ Blaze says he can't find you on Instagram. It's the Patrick uh, Roberts. Yeah, the Patrick Roberts at yeah. the Patrick Roberts. Uh, it should yeah. be like Instagram uh, slash. Ah, the... or, yeah, I just searched the Patrick Roberts and it came up. So 
Yeah. Uh, if you type in Instagram.com slash the Patrick Roberts, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-O-B-E-R-T-S, it'll come up. Oh, before we go, and I this is a must. I need to talk about this because I'm really proud of the guys over at uh, Blue Alpha Gear. And they are very good friends. Um, they just launched their dual belt setup. And I got mine in. And I've got to tell you, it's probably the coolest thing ever for a couple of reasons. I meant to set this out earlier, but I was running late again, like usual. Uh, I don't even know where the heck that went. Okay, so we'll skip that part. Uh, I apologize, Hank. I would. I know you would like to go. <laughs> no, so go, no. Go ahead. You got. We got time. Show us what you're showing us. Yeah, we got, so, we got people still here. Yeah, Blue Alpha Gear. Okay. These guys have released their dual duty belts. Now, you can either get a standard inner belt like you're used to, or you can get a EDC belt. And like, I've got like 40 belts here, so bear with me. So the cool thing about this is you get a buckle and you can put it on like a normal belt. So wear it like to the range. Mm -hmm. And then whenever you get there, you got the, uh, the loop portion of the hook and loop and the inside of the duty belt has all of that hook. Okay. So it sticks in place. It's super, super stiff. Like you can see, I've got some Aztec Kiwis on here. Okay, so you have different, so you can use your, um, I forgot what those straps are called, and you can use uh, the hook yeah, and loop. Yeah, these are, these are Molly. No, the, the hook and loop is to uh, attach it to you. So. Oh, so it's two belts. You've got two different belts. Yes. I see. Okay, so you've got uh, an inner and an outer belt. Basically, yeah, yeah. Patrick you can is now. Like, I'm undressing. Yeah. Not exactly what I needed to see at this point, but okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you've got two different belts. Well, in the so you have your regular belt on that you're just walking around. Yeah. So they, they're a little bit different than most because normal inner belts aren't like belts like you can wear every day. Mm-hmm. And this is a belt you can wear every day. And it has Velcro so, on it, which is cool. Okay. Like a belt that you normally would get with a duty setup looks kind of like this, mm -hmm. where you've got Velcro and it's like an instructor belt, right? So that's how they normally look. Mm -hmm. These are a little bit easier to put on. So you can run your, let me fix this to where, there we go. So, if you're running your carry gun on the way to the range, you say, okay, cool, let's get ready to run drills or whatever. It's reasonably easy to just undo your belt and then pop it on. And I thought that was really cool. I, I met with them at NRA. I was really, really pleased with what I saw them doing. <laughs> so someone says we should be playing some Barry White in the background. 
<laughs> Show me your belt, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think that they did a really cool job with it. They thought outside the box, um, and they're really, really good guys over there. So, like, I would I recommend checking them out if you are in need of a belt like that. Because I've got mine all set up in multiple configurations. So as it sits, I can run it with this like mid ride for like an RP nine, or I can run it for a Glock 17 or whatever. If I can get the stupid holster to work properly. So I just pulled the, the P10C off and go right into the holster and I'm good to go and do my drills, whatever, take a class, whatever have you. So I was really, really happy to get this in. They did an amazing job with it. Cool. How long have you been waiting on that? Dude, since NRA. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He showed me one of the prototypes at NRA. Crispy says you're so tactical. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then Ken Helmer says you really need better lighting for this. So, yeah, we're yeah, going to have to get Patrick a light. Yeah, I normally keep it really dark in here, you know, and yeah. it is you know reasonably dark here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yes, no, it is tactical. I went with the multicam with the Molly straps because the multicam webbing is just a little bit stiffer. So yeah. that that that's that. But yeah. no, I, I really wanted to show that off to you guys. Um, super super nice belt, and you know the cool thing about it is like I've got. You know, at my Arsenal Strike One mags in here, um, the Kiwi pouches work with the P10Cs and, you know, yeah, Glock as well. Gorillas and Guns says, where's the stripper pole? No, thanks. We don't want to see. We do not want to see Patrick doing any kind of stripping right now. Strip a gun down if you want to. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, and then, that's uh, the cool thing. Slide release says that's, you know, he says, ha, 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 goes well with a teddy bear image in the background. That's like the original teddy bear, bro. Like that's that thing's a kid's game from like the 30s. Oh, okay. It's super cool, yeah. It was, um, so, like if you look at it up there, it says, who can kill teddy bear? And that was a uh, like a party game from the 30s. Oh, cool. All right. So awesome. You got Super to show nice. the belt. Yes. You got to show the belt. Are you happy? I need it to do. Is it, yeah. Got that off your, your chest. Any other things you want to tell us? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, okay. No, I was awesome. for some other time. I just really yes. wanted to brag up on them. Right. No, absolutely. Uh, because like problem. I said, they, they do super good stuff. So uh, he also has a pretty cool system set up. If you like lose weight or you get heavier, like he'll make you a new belt with your <laughs> buckle for like twenty dollars. Uh, LV Louis Cipher says absolutely not. I don't need an eye and brain to have. Uh, he said I need eye and brain bleach. <laughs> you know. Um, so there you go. All right. So cool, man. Um, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to obviously have you back, you know, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. For sure. I'm, uh, I'm glad you're actually, I'm glad you're doing your own thing. I think that's cool. Yeah. So, I saw somebody in there earlier. That said and now, and now all of a sudden you got light from somewhere. I don't even understand what the hell that's about. Um, yeah. It's the auto balance in oh. the camera. 
Oh, okay, cool. All right. So, um, you know, if you're done there, I'm going to wrap this show up. I'm going to thank everyone for watching. We have lots of people in the comments. We still have lots of folks in there. Um, I want to thank everyone that sponsors the channel. That would be, guess what? Safety Harbor Firearms, Rand CLP, Andrews Custom Leather, and of course, Big Daddy Guns. Right. So thanks to those guys. And I would like to thank everyone that supports us on Patreon, where Patreon slash Hank Strange. Did you get a Patreon for what you're doing? Uh, Not yet. No, I mean, I haven't earned it. I I, I don't I haven't earned anybody's support yet. Okay. Okay. There you go. You know, that's the thing about Patrick. He's straight up, man. So, you know, when uh, when you feel like you've earned it and you're ready, let us know. He'll be back. As you can tell, we could talk forever about stuff because now we're approaching like three hours. So for, Lo- <laughs> for Lola's sake, so she can get some food, <laughs> you know, and uh, shout out to Walter. Walter is still there. You know what, Walter, whenever you're on, Walter likes being in the chat. I just have to say that, you know, so I've got to get you and Walter back on the same show again, hanging out with each other. That's fine. It's fine, man. Yeah, no, I'm down. Absolutely. Not yeah. scared. It's not scared. There's no no one scared up in here. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Peace out. <laughs> We're out of here.